This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. All right, it's about that time. Appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate the Raider Truth Chicken checking in. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Let's kick off this episode 291 of Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders, on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders Fan Radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders Fan Radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to The Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. I guess I better take my microphone <laughs> off of mute. Am I off mute now? Wait, can you hear me now? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Holy crap! What the hell did I do? <laughs> What's what happening? Wow! I don't. I don't even. I got you, you got nothing too. How about I now? Can, can you hear, hear now? I, I don't know what. I can hear you. Hello. There we go. How about oh, that? Hey. Is there everybody okay, back there now? Everybody. Holy cow! Jeez, what the heck is going on here? What a great start to the show. <laughs> I, I hit yeah. like I hit some weird buttons over there, and what, I don't know what's going on there. Can you still hear? I got you. You can hear me now. Yeah. You can, can hear. You hear me now. Yes. Can you hear me now? All right, Verizon. The, I guess can the you hear me now? Is, there we go. Now I got us. it. There we That's go. the question. No, I got it now. I got, I got it. I got oh it fixed. I got, I, hey, listen, I got fat fingers. Look at these things. I got these big old fat thumbs, man. They push too many buttons all at one time, man. Don't, don't judge. I feel judgment from the from the from the dining room table here. <laughs> well, get your shit together, man. <laughs> what is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio, episode number two hundred and ninety-one. Of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from the dining room because we still haven't sold this goddamn house. Hey. 
Let's sell it's this. Coming. It's, it's coming. Ha- it's, it's coming. It is. It is. Uh, the good news is, is that for those of you that care, uh, there's probably four of you uh, <laughs> that actually care, but we are uh, taking possession of the Fan Cave 2.0. Or is it, oh, where's the applause thing here? Hey. Finally taking uh, possession of the Fan Cave 2.0 uh, on um, uh, August 10th. Uh, we still have to build some things, and we're going to make this really cool purpose-built podcast studio it's gonna be amazing um but but we're gonna be in the new space anyways uh to really get get that going so we're looking forward to that in the meantime uh we're we're still looking to sell this thing so we can get that thing uh on the road but it's coming soon fan cave 2.0 coming to you soon uh we will be back in a proper place to do this show in the latter part of the summer and looking forward to that but in the meantime anyways like i said we are still here at the dining room table but we're still going to bring a fantastic show for you tonight. We've got a ton to get to. Go figure. Uh, no three-hour shows, hopefully, mm-hmm. uh, but we still have a lot to get to and a lot to cover tonight. Um, you know, it's funny. Like, here we are in the offiest of the offseason, and we've still got, I mean, tons of Raider news out there. Uh, so it, there's there's a lot to, to go over. And so w- without further ado, let me go ahead and turn it over to my best friend and yours. He is the man that adorns the uh, Eastern portion of the dining room table my best friend and yours he is swag jeff oh yeah you're styling and profiling oh my gosh what up swaggo hi buddy how are you i'm fantastic except that this this cord is in your shot oh yeah here, let me, nice. let me, here i'll fix that there we go, there we go. Yeah. perfect hey there you go yeah, there you, you go no, you, that's dog. good yeah it's good stuff hey hey raider nation how are you hey hey, hey man hey i'm fired up to be here man and yeah you know there's so much stuff to talk about because some of our former players keep saying stupid stuff oh my god you know what i mean deal, it, man. you know i mean <laughs> what do you mean some I mean, all I mean, the stupid uh, stuff. Hey. Yeah. Well, 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 I, well, I didn't, I, I didn't want to, you know, just. You don't want to sell the lead. I got you. I didn't I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, but I'm fired up to be here, man. I'm, I'm super excited about Fan Cave 2.0, man. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel yes. now. Yes, we got to sell this thing, but you ain't passing up on 2.0. It's going to happen no matter what. And, and. Dude, I mean, because now we're not we're not content creators anymore, Murph. You know, we're show, Michelle, producers. We're, we're show producers. Show now. producers. So so yeah, so we need a full on podcast <laughs> studio, and it's coming at you, Raider Nation. So fired up to be here. But hey, Murph, we don't do the show alone. Heck no, no, absolutely not. To uh, so to my front right here, <laughs> across the across the table, please welcome in Michelle Sweat. Hi. <laughs> I had to look to the camera to see the people. There we go. Um, yeah, no, it, it is so exciting that Bangkok 2.0, like, I can't wait to see it come to fruition. Like, that's that's just, uh, if there's something to be excited about, thank God there's something to be excited about. Because yes. I, I am in a little, I don't want to say I'm sad second yet, but damn. Well, <laughs> there's, you know, <laughs> there's some sad saccharine going on. There's some sad saccharine going on. There's some sad saccharine going on. But what? It's all gonna be okay. It is. It is. I know. I I gave that speech the last time I was here, and and here I am, well, not adhering to it. Well, you know, there's sometimes some <laughs> some some new shit comes to yeah, light. Well, yeah. But it's like, oh my gosh, like we just, you know, it feels like as Raider fans sometimes. This organization and us and as fans just can't get out of our own way. It's yeah. just like, man, it's just like, what's going to go? You know, what, what's the next thing going to be? Um, but anyways, we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Looks and I, we say this all the time. Raider Nation is undefeated. We all got each that's other, right. and that's the that's you know that's all we can count on, and that's okay because it's the most perfect, beautiful fan base uh, that exists in all of sports, and so we will continue to lean into that despite what the performance on and off the field is uh, by the Raiders. And you know, what? we've got a 
we've got a little bit of a historical look back tonight, and we've got a lot to get to. We're going to get to all the Raider news, of course, but also we're going to take a little bit of a little bit of a wayback machine uh, trip, and we're going okay. to talk a little bit about the history. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to keep it light because that's what we do around here. It's a lighter journey into the dark side for those of you that are that are joining us, that are new listeners to Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we take our Raider fandom very seriously and we take our team uh passion very seriously and that's all that we care about um that you as a fan uh do as well we don't care how long you've been a fan don't care how many games you've been to don't care where you live don't care how many jerseys you own none of that defines your fandom the only thing that defines your fandom is the passion in which you root for this las vegas raiders football team um so but i think that fandom can manifest itself in a lot of different ways and, uh, you know, I think that I'm not going to pin it entirely on younger fan, but it cer- certainly seems to skew uh, with younger Raider fans that skews away from the things that are the pillars and the foundation of this whole Raider thing that we all love anyways. So anyways, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, but anyways, we got, got a lot to get to tonight. Um, but first off, at the top of the show here, what we do uh, to, to celebrate our episode number, which tonight is 291, I turn it over to my best friend and yours to tell us what significance that number has within Raider Nation. Absolutely. Well, before I need, we need to talk about the real significance of the show. Oh, okay. Oh, the, re- the real significance of the show. So, so if you're tuning in, uh, I've been promoting it on Twitter. We all have been all week long. So, uh, so once again, this episode of Raiders Fan Radio has got a little stank on it. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? You know, yeah, you know, yeah. 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 So, so One Nation Foundation. So, uh, so have you talked about the foundation yet? No, go so, for yeah, it. So, yeah. So, if you're new to this show, like I think a couple people I've seen, I, I don't, I haven't seen them in the chat a whole lot uh, before. I, Raider Truth Chicken, that's a brand new one. I, I love it, and he and he's like he's he does the cluck. He's like clucking in his chats. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Don't ever stop doing that. <laughs> that is oh, literally please. the best. So please don't <laughs> stop doing that. Uh, but anyway, so uh, so if you're new to this show, a few years ago we realized we can make money doing this show. So we uh, so we decided we wanted to give every bit of that money away. So we started the One Nation Foundation back in 2020. So we give to different Raider-related charities at this time. You know, if we grow big, we'll expand outwards from that. But right now it's just Raider-related charities, primarily the Bolitnikoff folks. We also, this year, we're so proud to be able to partner with Raider Dad yeah. and, uh, and Josh at Raider Dad was kind enough to send a whole bag full of these Raider Dad patches. So tonight at the end of the night, we will be raffling off one of these as well. Uh, oh, nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the main raffle for the night, all going to the One Nation Foundation. And if you flip it over to Michelle right there, uh, Murph, uh, we've got a signed home Tim Brown hey, jersey. Hey, let's go. Come on, let's go, man. Let's go. So, hey, so... So before the show started, we had uh, we had hundred and ten dollars already in the hopper. So, nice. so we have we have Scotland's own David Love drop a ten in there, and then Big Shane with a hundred dollar donation as well. Ooh, nice. Yeah, let's yeah, go, ab- Big Shane. Absolutely. And then Billy Bats Raider just jumped in, threw in ten bucks as well for the love of the yes. One Nation Foundation. Let's so, go, Billy so, Bats. Po- yeah. So poker chip number three goes to Billy Bats Raider. So get in the mix, man. Every ten dollars super chat tonight. It doesn't matter if it's ten dollars or or five kajillion dollars. Uh, you get the amount of poker chips per ten dollars for that so get in the mix man it's all going to the one nation foundation so yeah that so, is awesome yep that ab- is a- absolutely and you and know if what? you and if you donate five gajillion dollars you get us too yeah oh for sure yeah yeah like just forever for whatever you want we'll do this show in your living room pause yeah but hey uh, <laughs> and hey so 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 speak so speak so speaking of speaking of these raffles and stuff so 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 we're fired up about this Tim Brown jersey. I think I right? just hoard us out. Yeah, well, listen, five kajillion, kajillion dollars gets you a lot. Do- That's all hey, I know. Hey, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. 
I can't. I can't go any further no. before we get canceled. Right. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, but so, but I do want to. But I do want to tease. I do want to make a tease for uh, oh. speaking. Speaking of which, yeah. we're, we're going to yeah. tease it. Um. So oh, so God. we uh so we have a uh, a really cool finale for the summer of swag. Oh, we we just got it one. in the mail today. This isn't. I don't know when this is officially going to happen, but it's going to happen very 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 soon. So. We'd like it to be the first show in the new cave. We'd like it to be the new show in the new cave. So Michelle's going to hold this one up right here. Uh, this, this is one, coming. This one may be the one I've been most excited about. Look, uh, look at, at that, that beautiful away Bo Jackson. Oh what? Let's God. go, bro. That's Let's go. Beautiful. So that one, so stick around because that one won't be, It's obviously that's not tonight. We're doing Timmy tonight. But here in the next month or so, we'll be doing that. So so if you don't win tonight, start saving your money, all yeah. that stuff. We still got a Devontae Adams jersey that we're going to auction or raffle off as well. So we got some massive, massive, awesome, cool, swag items for you and it's all going to the one nation foundation so so definitely get in the mix on that we can't thank you enough we had a bunch of people just now just jump in uh grumpy raider fan kill jadis with the one chip gang ten dollar donation wyoming raider a twenty dollar donation and ty davis a ten dollar donation so, nice. so much much respect to each and every one of you guys thank you. can't thank you. thank you enough keep those donations coming it's all for the one nation foundation but hey Ooh. Given the Raiders-related charities, and you brought up Raider Dab, we're going to hear from yep. our buddy Josh Kamenite here in, in a little bit. He called in uh, Raider Truth Chicken. Club. Hey, there Support you Support the go. One Nation Foundation <laughs> with a $10 donation. Thank you, you, Raider Respect. Truth Chicken. Thank Respect. you so, so very, very much. Um, yeah, and we give it all the Raiders-related charities. Um, we're actually, I, I mentioned we're going to do a little bit of a retrospective. We're going we're gonna to look at, at Fred Bolitnikoff. We're going to look at his amazing career uh, that he had with the Raiders, and we're going to talk a little bit about the legacy of, uh, of Freddie and um, and, uh, you know, so part of Freddie's story is, um, sadly he lost his daughter, Tracy back in 1999, um, to domestic violence. And since then in her honor, he started Tracy's place of hope and also the Bolitnikoff center of hope. And that's what their foundation, um, uh, fosters is that it's, uh, not only rehabilitative services for young women that are at risk of substance abuse and violence, um, but it also provides them, uh, you know, safe space, um, it teaches them, you know, you know uh, domestic skills, um, you know, counseling services, all these wonderful, wonderful things to help these young women not only, uh, you know, uh, uh, proceed to recover in a way as best they can as possible from those, those, those challenges in life, but then also to set them up for success going forward. So when they move on from the foundation, they move on from those, uh, those centers that they, they, they can, uh, you know, foster for themselves and create their own lives and livelihoods. And so that's the kind of thing that we're doing with your money. Um, we mentioned Raider Dad a couple of times. Um, we're getting ready, to, uh, they are getting ready to take uh, a whole bunch of kids to a Raider game and not just taking the kids to the Raider game, these underprivileged kids that normally wouldn't have an opportunity to do it, um, but they're going with their families, with their parents, with their, you know, with their parental figures. Such an important thing, you know, to, to really make those connections through sport with family. And so um, just wonderful, wonderful organizations. And we're honored uh, to have our foundation be a part of that. So just know that even if you don't win uh, anything along the way, uh, whatever the, the, the case is, know that your money is going to a great place. 100% of the money that we get from you guys goes to our foundation. We don't take a cut. We don't buy tickets. We don't buy travel, nothing. We give 100% of that money away uh, to those foundations. And so can't thank you enough for your generosity, um, you know, your hard-earned money. We just, we are so appreciative of that. And, and the last thing I'll say is this about the foundation. Even if you can't support us monetarily, even if you can't support it, not us, but support the foundation monetarily, 
Talk to your Raider friends. Tell them about the foundation. We'd love to tell, have you tell them about Raiders Fan Radio too. But most importantly, tell them about the foundation. You can go to onenationfoundation.net. You could donate directly there. If you do any annual giving, if you're tithing from a you know a commission check or whatever things that may may come up where you may have some extra cash, you can give that to onenationfoundation.net. There's donate buttons right there, um, and you can you know they can get, do it there. Um, but even if that is not an option. Just hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit a thumbs up. Just kind of help us amplify our message. That's yep. that's all we truly ask. Um, just so we can, you know, generate more advertising opportunities um, through folks like Caesars that we have an ad read tonight from Caesars um, as they're now supporting the One Nation Foundation. So if you could just help us do that, we would certainly certainly appreciate it. And uh, all right, so now I'm going to shut up, give it back over to Jeff. To, to talk about 291, then we're going to hit some contact info and then get into some respect. Absolutely. So, yeah. So, so like Murph said, so each and every week, uh, I take a significant, significant moment within Raider Nation, relate it back to the episode number. And this one is 291. And I got a couple for you, man. Oh, and these are, and these are, these are really fun. It's these are Wednesday. These are, these are really, that. really fun. And before I do that, Stacy Ruff, a $50 donation. Oh, nice. Yep, absolutely. So five poker chips to Stacy Ruff. Thank you, bro. Yep. And he said, in honor of Derek's wife. In honor of Derek's wife, he said he might need a tissue as well. Oh, so so, so yeah. We so, may or may not be talking about that tonight. Well, we, we can't not talk about it, you know. But uh, but anyway, so episode two ninety one, I got two for you. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hey, so so the first one, so two ninety one, we're going back to uh, nineteen sixty eight. Oh, nineteen sixty eight, and let's talk a little Daryl. Uh, yeah, let's talk a little Daryl, and let's talk about maybe one of the most popular games in nineteen sixty eight. Is it the, the Heidi game? It's the Heidi game. There we so go. The Heidi All game. Right. So, so back in 1968, the Heidi game, uh, Daryl LaMonica threw 291 passing yards. Oh, hey, there you go. Nice, there nice. you go. And so, and if you didn't like that, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but uh, <laughs> but uh, we're going to be talking about Snake. Oh, my favorite. Yeah, we like got to talk favorite. about Snake's helmet well, sitting right there. Absolutely, you do. Absolutely. And, and you know what? And he, and he might have done this wearing that helmet. <laughs> you know, if, well, it was, was it in practice? No, Remember, that's no, no, this isn't a practice. Though. So well, for those of you on the on the on the I YouTube can. feed, there over well, Michelle's shoulder. Well, it was shoulder. in possession of him probably. Oh, yeah. during this. Oh, okay. So, so and it's 1976. Yeah. That's the year that helmet is from. There you go. There you go. There you go. So 1976, Kenny Stabler on their. Oh, thank you. There you go. So on their way to uh, to their first world championship, Darn right. the Oakland Raiders, the quarterback number 12, Kenny Snake Stabler, Let's go. passed the ball 291 times. Oh, hey. Hey. oh Respect. Good one. Respect. Respect. Yep. Respect. Yep. Good stuff. Kenny, good, good stuff. stuff. All right, Swaggo, let's hit some contact info. Okay. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation, you got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut, shut up, up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Hey. Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Ticky Ticky Ducky Duck. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? 
some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go, go to, to the YouTube. YouTube. Hey. YouTube.com <laughs> slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Well, yeah. Good. Good. Oh, oh. Who was who was late that on was that me. one? That was me. That was me. That was, <laughs> Dang I, it, Murph. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that was me. That was a false start. My bad. Uh, sorry, I thought I was going to get out of my stance quicker. All right, so uh, premature. It's okay. <laughs> You're like the Will Compton of <laughs> contact info. <laughs> Just couldn't get out of your stance fast enough. <laughs> your ten point two loading. Pull the Compton. <laughs> Pull the. Is that like a? Is that gonna be like like a Munson? <laughs> Pull the Compton. Pull the Compton. All right. So uh, hey, we're gonna do a little bit of respect. Uh, we don't do props. We don't do shoutouts. Nothing wrong with those things. But we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. Murph, Swaggy J. Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. It's <laughs> like, uh oh, not again. Hey, hey, hey. Don't tell us about your life. Very off putting right. when you prematurely come off of your stance. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Matthew says, everyone sounds like they're on mushrooms. Well, you're not wrong. Well, you're not um, wrong. <laughs> uh, So, anyways, we, here at the top of the show, we like to give a little bit of respect. And um, so, first off, I want to give respect to, we have so many amazing booster clubs uh, within mm-hmm. Raider Nation. Of course, all the black hole groups uh, are incredible, including our good friends up there in New Jersey at the Jersey chapter of the black hole. Uh, but, you know, Great Lakes Booster Club out there, our buddy Jimmy Zeebach. Uh, and also, speaking of... Um, the Northeast are good friends up there at Salt City Silver and Black. I want to give them respect because they're putting together an absolutely incredible freaking weekend around the Buffalo game this year. Um, we're going to try to make it. I think at this point it's going to be an impromptu overnight or two or something for us to, to be able to make it because, again, we got all this stuff in flux mm-hmm. with the new studio and whatnot, but we're definitely going to try to make it. But anyways, much respect. Salt City Silver and Black, Prison City Raider Nation, Raider Nation Rochester, and uh, also uh, BadassRaiderGear.com. Um, so this is going on. I want to, here I've, I've got it. 
uh, here you can find them on the Facebooks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all over the place. They're all over Twitters. Uh, go follow them if you're looking to go to this game. Uh, September 16th and 17th. It's hosted by all those groups that I just mentioned. They've got hotel uh, rooms booked. So they got blocks set up for you for there. Um, they've got a, a Saturday night planned, which is if we can make this thing, I would like for us to broadcast live. Um, maybe from the, it's at the Soho Burger Bars where they're going to be out on Saturday night. Uh, they're in Buffalo, so we're going to hopefully make it up there. Even if we can't broadcast, even just to be up there to be part of it. Um, but then they got this big giant tailgate going on the next day. Um, you can buy passes um, for parking passes. You can buy tailgate passes. You can do all this stuff um, through PayPal. It's all organized by Salt City and our good buddy Jay Morse um, up there. And so you can contact any of those hosts, any of those uh, those those folks uh, involved with Salt City Silver and Black. And and just again, mad mad respect because I you yes. know not only does Raider Nation do this better than anybody, but when they, you there's been there's a lot of events that go on around road games and whatnot that, that happen every year. You like some of them are just freaking top notch, yeah. man. Like we've been to enough road games and kind of seen this thing in action numerous times now. You just know, like that's why we want to go so bad. Not only the whole vibe of Buffalo uh, Bills Mafia and do that whole thing in a tailgate and throw Jeff through a table, even though he's got a broken uh, arm, like, right? Not even all that, but like that idea. Just like these folks just know how to do it, and they're also one of the booster clubs too that like rep the Raiders in like everything that they do. You know what I mean? Like just. Anyways, so much, much respect to them. Appreciate everything that they're doing there uh, with the, the weekend around the Buffalo game, and hopefully we will see you guys uh, up there. All right, um, speaking of booster clubs, uh, I also want to give respect to the man that designs everything. Yeah. So you're well, look, yeah. if you're looking at my camera, this RFR uh, Nation Invasion Tour, um, let's see, uh, Jeff's got his new swaggering shirt on. Uh, if you want to rep the, the, oh. the Ninth Island, and uh, you can wear your swaggering shirt with the hang loose bone hand on there. <laughs> Designed by our good friend at the Great Lakes Booster Club. He is the one and only Jimmy Zbach. Uh, and again, he designs all of our stuff. Much respect and congratulations to him because he has been selected to design all the artwork for the Blitnikoff Foundation dinner. Wow. For the- hey. How, How cool is that? Uh, super, super cool. Uh, so anyway, so, so congratulations to Jimmy Zbach and, uh, and, and, and the amazing work, uh, that he's doing, uh, Swago, you got one. Absolutely. So, uh, so I want to give respect to a guy that also just made a donation to the one nation foundation, a $20 donation. I want to give respect to our buddy Trinidad. Hey, Trinidad, Trinidad, man. And I want to give him respect, not only because of the $20 donation that he just made, but because what's over my right shoulder. That thing's legit. <laughs> Over my right shoulder. So Trinidad was fortunate enough to go to a uh, signing for uh, for Paul's favorite player. That is the judge. Oh. That is Lester Hayes. So uh, so go. so Trinidad uh, got a picture and got it signed and addressed it to our our so crew. Cool. Like how freaking cool is that? that? Is and then he sent cool. it. He sent it to my house and said, "Hey man, surprise Murph with this." Aww. So so yeah. So, I was surprised. Yeah, it you was were surprised. Killer, man. It was way cool. So yeah. So much much respect, Trinidad. Can't thank you enough. Brother. Can't thank you mm-hmm. enough, Scott. Uh, of course, his signature there with the number thirty seven and that pose. That Lester Hayes, but yes. that's like that's the famous like I mean just that picture playing against yep. the San Diego Superchargers there like it's, and you literally like, see globs of of <laughs> stick them on his, like just yeah, falling off of his hands yeah, and his yeah. ankles and stuff yeah that's so that, cool that thing is legit so thank you so much uh, Trinidad we we appreciate you so very very much for that and so um so that's all the folks we want to give respect to but you know in this world there's good and bad mm. right. 
And uh, well, we celebrate the good in uh, in the respect segment. Yeah, every every ying has its yang. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And you then, know? yeah, and then and so the, the, the when we got to go into the negative, some people are really cool and we respect them, and then some people are pendejos. Yeah. Pendejo. Pendejo. That's my favorite one. I know. Pendejo. <laughs> Pendejo. That's my favorite. Pendejo. All right. So uh, first off, I am a pendejo. <laughs> you really are. I really am because I put stupid effing. Wait, hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it set up here. Stupid. Here Travis. <laughs> almost, almost cursed on the off button. Mother. <laughs> Kelsey. I put him in the respect segment because he had something nice to say about Raider fans. Well, that was stupid. Mm. And even you guys were like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing talking about Travis Kelsey and respect? Yeah. So not only am I a pendejo for putting Travis Kelsey in, in respect, but then also I got a full freaking uh, dose of why he needs to be in the opposite end of the of this segment, which is the pendejo. Because listen to this. So he's playing in a celebrity golf tournament. It's Patrick Mahomes' freaking golf mm. tournament. Okay. And it's in Las Vegas. Yeah, listen to what he what's, has. What's his, what, what is it, like a charity? Like yeah, it's Mupp, a Muppets Across America? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, oh, exactly. Gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ketchup on steak or it, something it, like that. It, it, There you go. It, it donates to people that walk like they got sticks up their ass. All right. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's listen to what Travis Kelsey Shit, has. Shit, my pants anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops, I crapped my pants. Remember yeah, that on Live? Yeah. Uh, anyways, let's listen to stupid-ass Travis Kelsey. All right, Travis, are you getting ready? To- and I only play this to piss you off, Raider Nation. Playing Patrick's uh, Foundation Golf Tournament. Yes. You guys came in on the helicopter. It's kind of oh, a yeah. dramatic entrance, right? It was. It was epic. It was epic. It made us feel like, at least made me feel like a king with all this, all these lays and all the beautiful Hawaiian culture that we're, uh, we're enjoying this, uh, this weekend, man. It's been fun. Okay, so you guys got the big, uh, the big match with, with Clay and Steph. Oh, yeah. Later this week. All right, so this is kind of a tune-up? This, oh, this is the tune-up. Yeah, this is the tune-up. You know, we're still going to try and come out here and, uh, and win this thing, but... We know when the te- when the lights are on, we got to show out. Okay, so if you got something to say to, to, to Clay and Steph, we know Steph is like a supreme golfer too. Yeah. But what's the message right now? The message right now is, you know what I mean. I, we've never lost in Vegas. You know, <sighs> so them, both uh, on the golf course, we we won our uh, as a team. We beat uh, everybody at Justin Timberlake's golf tournament, and then obviously the Raiders. You know, shots fired. Haven't, shots haven't fired. lost to the Raiders yet. It, well, I don't even want to say yet. We just never lost in Vegas. So, and that's the bottom line. Okay, we're gonna end on that note. Thoughts, bitch ass. There go, go, Michelle. God, I just, it's it's the same thing I said the last time. It's the punching down. Like, okay, we get it. Like, and I just, he just is so smart. I just can't stand hearing him talk. He just said he's a poser. He just sounds so, that just so put on. I just, I I can't stand that dude. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm telling you, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for uh, for uh, Spillane to uh, put him in his place real fast this year. I hope so, man. Because look, they've they've got the receipts. Yeah, that's the thing. That's, that's, the, that's, the that, yeah, that's what makes it so hard. That's the hardest freaking part. Is that you know, and 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 this could go into a whole bigger conversation that we'll save for later. But like, you want to know why certain players aren't around anymore? It's because we can't beat the goddamn Chiefs. And then you then they from ring around the rosy, oh. talking shit like this. Like this should freaking piss you off. And I didn't play it just to like you know, start a riot, but it like <laughs> illustrates the idea that like, 
You want to know why they're our biggest rival? This is freaking Lenny Dawson, you know, Ben Davids. This goes back like through decades and decades of literal hatred between our two organizations, between Lamar Hunt or whatever the hunt was and freaking Al Davis. This is old school freaking rivalry that like, when I heard that stuff from Travis, it's like, because I'm with you, Michelle, it's so condescending. Yeah. It's so arrogant. And, arrogant. And the worst part is he's not that. wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> That's the worst part. Right. And until yeah. we do something different, he's going to continue to be right. And that sucks. And that's, look, I don't have a hatred in my heart for anybody <laughs> except John Elway, Phillip Rivers, mm. and now Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. I can't yeah. stand yeah. these some bitches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. drives me nuts. Yeah. Drives me nuts. Come on, Raiders. Oh, please. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey, folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, Michelle. <laughs> hey, Raider Nation. Hey, we have an offer from Caesars. Caesars Sportsbook, you're not going to want to miss it for sure. So new customers, if you uh, you place your first bet up to $1,250 at Caesars Sportsbook, you don't have to do anything. All you got to do is enter the promo code RFRFULL. New members, you just sign up, use that promo code. Your first bet up to $1,250 is fully insured, Michelle. So you're not going to want to miss it. So sign up. Uh, not only will you have your first bet insured, but you'll also be directly supporting the podcast or, more importantly, the One Nation Foundation. So, so all those different ways you can support the foundation, this is a great one. Get into Caesar Sportsbook. Uh, join the join using the code RFR full. Drop your first bet. It's only available for new customers. So if you already have Caesars, then just play through. You know what I mean. But but also, so if you're a new member, check your state because not every state has this offer. So make sure you check your state uh, for the qualifying states that you can do this in. But use our code RFR full and please gamble responsibly. If you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call one 800 522-4700 in Colorado or 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. So see, uh, so at the bottom of our page, you'll see the podcast for all the descriptions, rules, all that stuff. But 1250 bucks, fully insured, RFR full, Caesar Sportsbook, get in the mix. Do it. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. So, uh, so, so I want to give respect to a couple people in the chat. Hooligan Nation uh, came in and uh, and he says, uh, send them to Irwindale for their mini golf outing next time. Uh, it's a forty dollar donation hey, to the One yeah, Nation Foundation. Yeah. Absolutely, you, and uh, and then Pineapple says, Aloha RFR, a twenty dollar donation. Hey, to the hey, Foundation. Hey, thank you, and Pineapple. Pineapple, hey man. Check out the shirt, bro. You need to get in the mix, man. Go to T Public and get yours. There you, you go. Know what I mean? yeah, absolutely. Go to T Public. Uh, that's uh, what on our. Where do you get the? Oh, you go to RaidersFanRadio.com slash gear. Yep. Uh, or just go to our website, hit the gear tab. Yep. And then that will take you to uh, uh, to T Public, and you can get One Nation Foundation shirts. You can get that swaggering shirt that Jeff has. You can get the uh, oh, yeah. the, the old school. Michelle's got the. Uh, yeah, the, the Get Made shirt there with the yep. lightning and stuff. You can get all that stuff at, uh, at our T Public site. And again, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. Murphy, and thank you Jay guys. asked how he gets a colored name. 
in the chat. Oh, well, oh. thank you. <laughs> well, thank you for asking. Uh, you can become a member. <laughs> <laughs> she's just gonna turn into a Jerry Lewis type of just us by the time she's over. Like, hey, can we have some of your money? That's it. Um, actually, it's not for us. It's for the foundation. Right. The next thirty That's minutes, right. we need two hundred dollars. But yeah, so uh, right there, one up says it in the chat. Click join. It's four ninety nine a month. Uh, and that's to become a member, and you get the cool colored name. You can get cool new emojis. You get badges depending on how long you've been a member for. Uh, we talked a lot about it a couple weeks ago, but basically, just give you the gist of it. Uh, I was never a fan of like signing up for Patreon things because I never wanted you guys to have to pay for our show. Uh, I don't think enough of us th- for those things. Um, but with you get some cool stuff like what Ron the Materator is doing in there in the chat, <laughs> push, putting up all those uh, little emojis and stuff that are all Raider related or show related. I thought, well, that might be kind of worth five bucks a month and so so far we've got 19 of you that have joined up and so we appreciate you very very much for that and you can become a member just by hitting join on the youtube also too i have not forgotten about the people that signed up that night oh, you're gonna I do sketch do, cards. i'm doing that yes yeah, yeah. so I, I, I am that i am working on that so i want to make sure they know that it is on it will be on its way awesome absolutely and if you join tonight you get a poker chip you get a poker chip. Oh, you get a poker chip nice. as well. So, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put in the extra five for you. Oh, cool. There you go. We're so, match so your donation. If, if you want to give us the other five and help out the foundation, you're more than welcome to. But every every new member tonight, every person that joins and becomes a uh, becomes a member gets a poker chip. Absolutely, so, right yep. on. Good stuff yep. there, man. I've got certain information. All right, certain things have come to light, and you know. Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. All right, new shit has come to light. And, and just super quick before we talk about it, Michelle, throw uh-huh. up the jersey one last oh, time. Because yeah. people are asking there in the chat room. So that's what you're you're, you're playing for tonight, uh, Raider Nation. Uh, every donation uh, of $10 gets you one poker chip into the drawing for the Tim Brown autographed jersey, uh, also uh, supporting the One Nation Foundation. And uh, thank you guys so very, very much in there for what you do to yep. support. Yep, uh, and Omar, Omar dropped in a 10, and Chef B dropped in 20. Oh, so, sweet. So, uh, so much respect. Thank you. Omar says the Raiders uh, benched uh, bench DC. Mark didn't want his salary to become fully guaranteed, which is petty, but it's a business. DC didn't like the fact, and that's how it was handled. I agree, and we're going to talk quite a bit about this coming up, Omar, um, but that's, that's, the, that's the gist of it, man. It's a damn business. Uh, and then Chef B says, let's go, Timmy Brown. Uh, Raider Nation for life, and uh, indeed, my friend. Yep. Um, all right, so I'm going to get on a little bit of a soapbox. If if y'all oh. don't, just just a just, just a I like when you do this. I do too. You do. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We have our very own digital soapbox here. <laughs> Dust off the old soapbox. Keep him off his damn soapbox. Why don't you come off that soapbox and get off your soapbox, will you? You only sound foolish out here in this wilderness. All right. All right, bogey. All right, so. Here, here's what I'd like to talk about, and and I'm gonna we're gonna set this up on a little bit of a, again a lighter note, but then uh, I got some opinions I'm gonna share here in a minute. First off, um, the the Raider legacy is one of the most important things about our fandom. Is that you know regardless of how old you are or how whatever what you what you're able to witness live or not or whatever. None of that matters as long as you have an awareness of it. And I think that's important. I say that all the time about what I what I said at the top of the show. The only thing that we look at people and like, not evaluate, because it's not about like our opinion, but like 
what level do you what level of passion do you bring to this Raider thing? Like that to me is like I I I have a lot of respect for that. I'll just say it like that. I have a lot of respect for people that like bring so much passion to their fandom that they do creative things with it. Like Michelle, she makes all this wonderful art. You know, um, people make podcasts. Oh, so many of our good friends in the podcasting community. Um, people write songs. You know, like a buddy Graf writes writes music. You got you got people that write metal songs to hip hop songs. To like, there's so many ways that you know, or, or through like like Trinidad is like such a great uh, uh, Raider Jesus who oh, sent us yeah. that really cool pen piece. Like, yep. you know, so many people do so many cool things so, or with booster clubs. There's something else they do with their fandom. Those things are so amazing. And all that stuff is predicated on the history of this organization, the mystique, the things that Al Davis and these amazing players built. That's what this is all about. It's not about recency. It's not about, um, you, you know, Frankly, individual players. And we're going to get into more and more of that as we go. But it's the collective unit. And that collective unit has some absolute freaking legends in there. None. The, one of the guys that epitomizes, sorry, I'm on my words. I'm, I'm in my feelings about this stuff. <laughs> um, one of the guys that epitomizes that best is Fred uh, Bolitnikoff. Now, you know, sure. We yeah. love Fred Bolitnikoff because of the man he is and the work that he does and the work that he's done in his post-playing career. But in his post-playing career, he was an absolute stud. And the, the reasons that his career, I think, stood out so highly to us is that coming into the league, he wasn't really well-regarded. You know, Al Davis became famous. One of the things that made him famous was his ability to evaluate talent in players that didn't represent um, you know, a uh, like a consensus, you know, blessing on their ability. Freddie was one of those early guys that Al brought in, and and I want so let's check in a little audio bite here, celebrating. This is a Hall of Fame celebrating Fred Bolenikoff as the underdog. Critics said he was too small, too slow, and not strong enough to play in the NFL. But when Fred Bolitnikoff caught seven passes for 118 yards in his first NFL start, the critics were nowhere to be found. Deceptive speed and some of the best hands in football helped this underdog succeed in a big man's game. Super Bowl XI was number 25's shining moment when he earned Super Bowl MVP honors. Fred Bolitnikov's 589 receptions and 76 touchdowns are not just great stats. They are a testament to a man who refused to be denied. All right, so like the spirit of Freddie. We, we, again, we, we've had the good fortune of meeting and spending some time and interviewing Freddie. Um, I don't think anybody, Michelle, back in the day, I mean, there are a, a lot of them back in the day. There's, you know, from Gene Upshaw and Art Shell, of course, and, you know, the Soul Patrol and... Horse Snake and Dave Cass. I mean, there's a there's you could take any of those players, Willie Brown, and really like say like this guy epitomized what it was to be a Raider. But it was their collective unit is ultimately what led to that legendary status. But what is it about like like what is it when I list when I recorded that segment, I got chills. Yeah, like that. Like you re, like I don't know. No, well, I mean, just thinking about the oh, he was too small. He was you know like and and then to come out and do what he did and and for the extensive amount of time that he did it. Like, I think that's just screams the underdog 
who wasn't an under, you know, who shouldn't have been an underdog. You know, if that makes any sense, I don't know. But yeah, I just think, I think that's the thing about him. And he's, well, and after meeting him, he's so humble. And like, I mean, I would probably be like, yeah, look what I did, you know, but he's such a humble human on top of that. So I don't know. I just, I think he just had that, that swagger that, you know, a Raider has. And I don't know. I just, he's not just because I've met him, but he's one of my favorites just because he just has this aura about him from back then to now that it's just, he's a Raider, you know? He's a, and that's, and that's yeah. it. You said it exactly because, you know, I mean, we've, we've met him and got to talk to him about a lot of these things, but like, you know, from the time he was a player yeah. all the way to now, he has carried that mm-hmm. Raider spirit and like, and, and it's not about him and exactly. it's not about him at all. He understands that the shield is more, right? You know what I mean? And like, he's that's just where I'm pe- going with he's all this. He's a yeah. piece yeah. of that pie. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's a part of the puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, and the shield is the picture on top. Yeah, right? absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so uh, another player that I think exemplifies that my all time favorite mm-hmm. player, full disclosure is Kenny Stabler. Sure. Here's Fred. So we we're so we're, so we're kind of building out the puzzle here. Anyways, this mm-hmm. is just whatever. So we got Fred, you got this amazing player. There's these amazing things, this amazing, like the underdog. Then you got Kenny Stabler, who, you know, played at Alabama, you know, high profile college player, comes to the Raiders in the second round, is in what I think is the best quarterback room in the history of football, <laughs> which is George Blanda, Daryl LaMonica, and a young Kenny Stabler. Yep, come on. Uh, as LaMonica, the Raiders move on from LaMonica, Blanda retires, Kenny becomes the de facto leader of the Raiders. I think Gene Upshaw is underrepresented in terms of the way we as fans think about uh, leaders in for the Raiders. Cause I think Upshaw, man, Uppy was like that dude, like, I mean, whatever, I can go on a whole nother side story about uh, stories about uh, Gene Upshaw, but like, he was the freaking like the rock. He was the power of the Raiders. You know what I mean? You think about that left side. Of, I'm getting damn chills. <laughs> think about that left side of the offensive line. And this is stuff, Raider Nation. If again, if you're a younger fan or just not aware of this stuff, dig into this stuff. Go watch interviews and watch gameplay of Gene Upshaw and Art Shell. Watch the way that they they are, they protect Kenny Stabler so much that Gene used to give Kenny shit in the and in, in, in the locker room at halftime and go. Hey, Snake, can't you, like, move around back there or something? Because Kenny would just sit back there. Well, he's left-handed. Kenny would just sit back there, flat-footed, just surveying the field, just looking around, because no one's coming anywhere close to him. Right. Upshot would be like, man, why don't you do something? Like, <laughs> Bounce he's... around, bro. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But anyways, so, but Kenny becomes the de facto leader, I think, of, of the Raiders. It's certainly in terms of imagery. In terms of the way, like the way that the team is represented outside the locker room yes. and the way that it's portrayed, um, is, is Kenny Stabler. And so let's check in with the legendary Fred Belenikoff, talk about his friend, the leader of the Raiders, Snake Stabler. Well, he was a great leader. You know, he was a great leader that, uh, that really gave off uh, a sense of success all the time, you know, a sense uh, that we were going to win. And he had control of the ball game up there, he controlled the team, and uh, that, that's what a leader has to do. And he was that all the way around, no matter what it was. Kenny had control of the game, the team, uh, the players, the personnel you had on the field, knew how to use everybody. All right, there's, there's so many cute things in there that like, I, can, I take what Fred has to say and I contrast it to modern day football and the modern day state of the Raiders. He was in control all the time. Right. There was no doubt in Kenny Stabler's mind at any point, Jeff, 
He never he the, he always expected to win. It was never a case of like, well, this external factor kept us from doing this. Oof. Nope. Didn't matter that we were the most penalized team in the league. Didn't matter that we got bum calls against us. Didn't matter that our that our owner was feuding with the NFL. Didn't matter that he was feuding with everybody else in the National Football League. Right. Didn't matter. Nothing mattered. External factors did not used to affect the Raiders. And this is what I say all the time. Those And listen, I, and we've talked plenty. Of, we have soapboxed about the penalties before mm-hmm. and how we've gotten jobbed on so many calls. But guess what, Raider Nation? We used to effing win Anyways, that shit didn't matter. Right. And Kenny damn knew it because that shit didn't affect him. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and two points to that. I mean, and that's why John Madden, you know, our favorite coach of all time, that's why he would ride with Kenny over anybody. You know, you saw in, you know, in in Madden's, you know, broadcasting career and all that stuff, you know, he he loved some Brett Favre. He loved, there's a few other players. Sure, that Troy, he got, Aikman. Troy Aikman yep, was another yep, yep. one. You know, was always connected. But like they asked him the question, like who would be your guy after you've seen all of these things? Who's your guy? It's Kenny freaking Stabler. And for that reason alone, you know, I mean, he he was a leader. He knew how to do things. He was so clutch. And like you said, despite all these other things, he still won anyway. And I encourage these, and you're going to talk about it, I'm sure. That's one of the soapboxes you're going to get on. I would encourage new fans to go back and dig into this because the situation that we're yeah. in now and the whole, you know, well, if this was, if this would have happened and this would have happened and, you know, you know, the blame game and all that stuff when you're pointing at somewhere else, you got three looking back at you. You know what I mean? So, you know, but Kenny didn't do that. Kenny had, yes, he had a good defense, but he had his, like, problems all on his own. He had tons of problems, and he won despite of all those yeah, things bad as knees. well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a whole 100%, 100% man. You so, know, you know, yeah. Michelle, look at the immaculate deception. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that game doesn't even get to that point if Kenny Stabler doesn't literally hobble in yeah. to the end zone on bad knees. Like, he's right. the one that, like... I, you know, when, again, contrasting to modern day players, and right. we're just talking about, let's talk about quarterbacks. Sure. My question to people that are fans of certain players mm-hmm. or certain quarterbacks, name me the signature plays. Right. Kenny Stabler has, like, plays, like, whether it's the Holy Roller or the Sea of Hands or whatever, like these incredible, iconic NFL moments, not right. just Raider moments, NFL moments right. associated with his career. Other players don't have those things, so to expect some older school folks to have a reverence mm. when there's not those things connected. That's why it kind of gets lost on us. Yeah, right? it's hard because you know. Well, so he carried himself with control, like he was control. He said, "Okay, this is the situation. It sucks. Let me take care of it. I'll take care of it." And I think that's that's one of the differences. The thing that sort of sucks as every generation passes or as every season passes, those these younger generation they unless they're going back and watching that. And that's like another, that's like, oh, that's back in the day. Like, you know, so it's hard for, you know, cause even Devin, who's 20, my youngest, it's hard for him to, because the Raiders, his whole life have been the butt of the joke. And that's sort of like going back to the Kelsey thing. It's like the Raiders have been the butt of the joke for so many of these, especially these younger kids. So they're just trying to grasp onto whatever they can. And I, that I don't, that's not it either. Cause then you're grasping onto things that are not, real yeah not real raiders things they're just all it's all they know so yeah that's a like, great that, point that's, that's a the great hard, point. that's what makes it so hard and i don't know man oh, i feel that, bad for him that's a great <laughs> that, no but that's a, we're removed from that just a little bit too i mean well because uh, I, I mean barely, i'm not I mean, much younger you're yeah you're a I'm little 50, removed from a I'm lot of that 50, too so like i was 
four when the Raiders right, won, exactly, the, won the, yeah. their first Super Bowl. But I was surrounded exactly. by people that this is before YouTube and the right, internet. That, right. That my childhood, and I've said that for those of you that heard this show before, my ch- my superheroes yeah. were Foo mm-hmm. and the Assassin and Snake yeah. and you know Uppy and you know Doctor Death and like those were my superheroes because those were the stories that I was hearing from my uncles and my dad and they would talk right. about these guys and tell stories about Mark Van Egan and Pete Banizak and all. The, so like this, like seriously, like they were yes. iconic to me yeah. as a kid. So it, it, even though I was so young. Like I, from the time I was old enough to know what fandom was, I just automatically yeah. knew I was a giant Raider fan yeah. because of these, because of the mad stork kick him in the head, Ted. Like I mean, like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's just these uh, absolute, like larger than life type characters, and we've lost that. And uh, I know that yeah. we've sort of lost that, anyways. We've lost it in music. We've lost it in old sports because of the connectivity that we have with the mm. internet. So I'm not. That's not me sitting here being an old man trying to be like, oh, back in our day, it was. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying, though, is that like that connection to greatness, mm-hmm. it ain't there it's anymore. It's not there. And I think that's, you know, like, and focusing on the shield is sort of the answer. But that's so, like, that's such a, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, for kids to focus on the shield. They're like, no, I want to see my team win. You know, like, so it's got to be so hard to be yeah, a sure, young Raiders sure. fan in this, at, where at this stage. Because even for me, as a Raiders fan, I'm like, give me a shred yeah. of something yeah. to, you well, know. Well, I'm, I'm a newer Raiders yeah, fan. Yeah, You know, true, I mean, yeah. I didn't grow up, you yeah. know. I wasn't, you know, silver and black till I die like I am right. now, you know. So, I mean, so I'm kind of a part of that younger yes, generation. Yeah. But now I've, un- I understand. But the you watched the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But I, I watched all these interviews and stuff. We're going to be hearing from Al and stuff like that as well. And like, and so I get it. Yeah. And so I encourage again, those younger Raider yes. fans dig into this and then you'll see why we don't need alternate uniforms. And where we the don't passion need all these from. other right. things. The passion comes from, you know, be excited about our past and be fired up about watching old games and stuff. Don't just try to go, well, you know, what if we get a new this or whatever? Right. No. That's not going to fix it. The traditions <laughs> don't need to be touched, you yeah. know? Traditions don't need to be touched. And and there is no acceptance of mediocrity. Mm. You know what there I mean? The, the, the fire that burns brightest in the Raiders organization is the will to win. That's oh, it. Yeah, yeah. The yep. end. Just yep. win, baby. Like, it's about the collective and the collective winning. And now, listen, I get it. And just like what Michelle had to say, and those are great points, Michelle. Like, I get it. If you only know what you know, then you don't know. Like, I get it. And so I'm hoping that this little bit of a soapbox and this little bit of a, uh, you know, um, push of our history, like, maybe that'll just kindle a little bit of thought or, you know what I mean? And not that we're the freaking keepers of Raider history over <laughs> here. But, like, you know, it's, I think it's important because I think it's, it's kind of like knowing your family history. It's kind of like knowing, like, Where'd you come from? Yeah. Like, why is it that the silver and black is intimidating? Why is it that we're the villains of the NFL? Well, if you don't know those things um, and you're just rooting for them because, you know, whatever, then, you know, I, I think it's important to dig in. And, and I do empathize. And I will say this, too, is that it, despite my little, you know, t- tirades here, I do empathize with younger Raider fans in that idea that, like, like our good buddy, Big Raider Trucker, like, I would, I would talk to him about, you know, like, some of the, like, the things that have, you know, that have, Thankfully, I was able to see and be old enough to remember. And he would look at me and just be like, well, when's it going to be my turn, man? Yeah. Like, when's it going to be my turn? Like, why? Why? You know, that's great that you got to see the Raiders like that. But like, now when's it going to be my turn? So I can 
I totally understand that. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, and I don't even want, I don't like painting broad strokes anyways. I'm not right. like, all young Raider fans don't know what the hell they're right. happened yeah. in the past. There are plenty that do. Um, but what I am saying, though, is that, and I spent a lot of time on Twitter, so that's, that's, you know, informs a lot of my opinion on some of these things. When we get caught up in the minutia of an individual, mm. that's not what the Raiders are about. And if you don't believe me, let's check in with the guy that <laughs> literally invented the Raiders. His name is Al Davis, and uh, he talks a little bit about team, tradition, and individual players. In the past 35 years, you've been at every level. A... This is from 1997, too, by the way. Okay. So let me clarify this. This is 26 years ago. Okay. Scout, a coach, a commissioner, everything. And you've been involved with the players, which makes you different uh, than, than any of the other owners. Our Cameron will always say that when they go to a game, that you're the only owner that people that, that comes down on the field now and will talk to the fans. You never see any other owners on the field anymore. But to get back to the players, how are the players changed al in the last 35 years from when you were began with the raiders to now how are the players changed well well actually steve i'm not so sure it's the players that have changed it's the culture that has changed and it's the culture that has changed the players for example i can go into a coaches meeting and sit and talk to our coaches and we have a lot of coaches who are about between the ages of 40 and 45 and i think back to the 60s that's 30 years ago and these guys were just 10 years old and they really don't know sometimes what we're talking about relative to communication the players have changed because the culture has changed the culture is much more individual oriented it's much more what you said before perception when in reality people like myself who grew up believing in tradition history nostalgia I don't want to give that up with the Raiders. I feel we're one of the last bastions of hope as a team image, as a team organization that uh, uh, we believe in tradition, we believe in the glory, we believe in the debt we owe to our players from the past. But right now, we're, we're going in a different approach and, and the whole culture has changed. It's, it's money, it's endorsement, and I'm not so sure it's a team game. It reminds me of the entertainment business. When we were growing up, there was Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer and all the great studios. You no longer hear of those studios. You hear of the individual stars. Wow. All right. There's a lot to unpack there. Sure. Michelle, I'm going to go to you first. Yeah. Um, okay, so and here's where I, I, I'm getting a little soapboxy, is that this is 26 yeah. years ago before the advent of fantasy football or maybe there was fantasy football there was fantasy football back then but it wasn't played online like it is now and it was our culture has continued to change even more so away from the team concept and into individual achievement there was a mention that i saw and i'm not going to name names because i think highly of of some of these people that were engaged in some of this stuff there was some mentions on twitter for some pretty high profile folks in our raider community about the achievements of Derek Carr. And I said I wasn't going to talk about Derek Carr anymore, <laughs> but, you know, just like, uh, what did I play earlier with, um, anyway, hold on, where is it? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. All right, and we're going to get to Derek in a minute specifically, but the idea is there was a celebration and a, of his accomplishments for his individual statistics, and there was a lament for number one that he's not on the team anymore, 
and number two, the way that he was, quote, treated. Right. Okay? That flies against every single thing that came out of Al Davis's mouth. And so if you're one of these people that are ride or die for individual players, that's not the fucking Raiders. Stop it with that. It's not the Raiders. If you're a Raider fan, you can like players. I liked Kenny Stabler. When he got traded to the Oilers, I rooted for the Oilers. Not above the Raiders, but I rooted for the Oilers, and I was six. <laughs> right? I rooted for Reggie Jackson when he became a Yankee, because I was six. Right? When you become an older fan, and you can understand the idea and the concepts of what Al Davis is talking about there, root for the goddamn shield. It ain't about a player. And when that player doesn't help you win a championship or beat the Chiefs once, twice, three times in nine years, why don't I even just pick it on Derek? Anybody else? If it's not contributing to the immediate success of the Raiders, you're gone. Al Davis traded away Kenny Stabler. We just sat here and yeah. celebrated Kenny. Al Davis traded his ass away. He traded Phil Villapiano. He traded Jack Tatum. He traded Dave Casper. He traded away some of the greatest players that ever wore the silver and black because it was about the team. It was about the team being better. God dang it, it pisses me off so much when people get so freaking attached to a player. That's not what Raider fandom is all about. I'm yeah. sorry, guys. And if you don't like, look, if that flies against your fandom, fair enough. And call me 909-345-3346 and give us your opinion. Because I'm not sitting here trying to pretend that my opinion is right. But if you can't tell, I'm passionate as shit about this. And I hate to see our silver and black get beat up on by its own, mm. God, I'm going to swear, its own <laughs> fucking fans. Don't right. beat up yeah, on the Raiders if yeah. you're a fucking Raider fan. Yeah. Come That's on, it. man. Like, That's it drives it. me insane, Michelle. Yeah, no, I 1,000% agree. It's sad hearing that because, one, that was 26 years ago, and we've just continued that trajectory even further into individualism. And, and that's when you really, for the longest time, Lamont would say to me, like, you can't, you can't fall in love with the player. Like, you can't. You can like a player and you can appreciate what they're bringing to the team, but you can't. And especially like now in the day and age that we're living in, they've a lot of players, they, they recognize their worth and they want what they're worth because they know that they have a short shelf life. And, and I understand that. I get that. So you really have to love the team or just go love football and follow your players where you want to follow them. But if you're going to rep a team and love a team, you can't shit on them in the same breath and scream just win baby go Raiders like follow the player if you love that player so much which by the way like they may not be where they're at for the next year or two like you may follow them so just follow players if you want to follow players play your fantasy football Ooh, I almost said something really rude. I'll tell you guys later. Um, <laughs> right on. I oh, know. I just dropped but, two f bombs back to back. Yeah, yeah. No, it, I'll, I'll tell you uh, where we're done. I'd let it go. But, that's, that's got me fired up. But it's up. like if you want to love the team, you have to love the team, and you you don't have to agree with all the decisions Absolutely they make. Absolutely not. Because and Absolutely we've not. said that a million times too. But in at the end of the day, you're not making the decisions, so you have to ride with that, regardless of if you agree or not, but tying yourself to a player is just stupid. Right. I mean, I, I and I'm not calling you stupid for tying yourself to a player, but maybe I am. <laughs> there you go. Well, you know, well, and Al Davis just said it right there. The culture, even back in 1997, the culture was, ah. the culture was changing. Yeah. You know, so he, and he understood that, but he held on to, you know, 
we're never going to do that. Our traditions, our nostalgia, we're, the Raiders will never do anything different. And so I feel like even like, you know, yes, I'm sure there's been polarizing topics, polarizing players in the past, but I don't know if anything has ever been more polarizing and more like goofy like this than with Derek Carr. Yeah, other than, the only other thing, and, okay. I'm not, and I'm not interrupting you, okay. the only other thing I can remember, and Michelle, you speak to this too, the Raiders moving to L.A. the first time, oh, yeah. and then the Raiders moving to Vegas this time. Oh, right. Okay. Those were pretty split, especially the first time. Right. When the Raiders moved to L.A. That yeah. was, I know you're an L.A. Raider yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah. But for, in the Bay Area, that was, that was a very divisive topic. Right, right. But as far as players go, there's never been oh, anyone. It wasn't like this even for Kenny. Exactly. Not exactly. that I can remember. And I mean, anyways. and I know, but like the culture has changed. Mm-hmm. But like, so all these, all these, you know, fans that are following teams, but say that they're a Raider fan, they just, they lost sight of what Al wanted. Right. And stuff like that. And Derek Carr lost sight of what it meant to be a Raider. Hell yeah. That, yeah. that son of a bitch said, you know, all the time, oh, I'm a Raider. I'm a Raider. I'm a Raider forever. I'm a Raider forever. It's the team first, team first, team. Except when you said in an interview, I'm the all-time leader and everything, and then they just let me go? Like, stats don't matter, dude. And you know that. And you, two years ago, said, well, stats don't matter. He Mm -hmm. throws his, you know, his Sunday night football stat ball out the, you know, thing, whatever. Well, now you're going to, you know, bring up the receipts on that shit? Get the hell out of here, bro. Like, you maybe... Please. (laughs) Did you ever buy into what the Raiders were all about? Or was it all bullshit? Come on, man. Yeah, it was all bullshit till it didn't go his way. That's really there. What you it go. Was. You know and the culture has changed so much, and when you start buying into your own bullshit, mm-hmm, then it's it. time to Preach. go, bro. Get out of here. Enjoy New Orleans, bro. Preach. Yep. Preach. All right, and we're gonna. And hey, we haven't even gotten <laughs> to this subject yet. <laughs> we haven't even gotten. No uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get there. Though, <laughs> that was the bef- teaser trailer. That's right. Yeah, that's a teaser trailer. We're gonna, yeah. Let's let's before we dig back into it. We need a palate. We need a palate. We need a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. So. I say that uh, in terms of the uh, modern day leaders of the Raiders, there are a handful of guys I think that exemplify all of those things that we just got done talking about. Yeah, yeah. and one of those guys, uh, and probably the epitome of it, I'd say at this point, yep, is Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. And you know, anyways, you guys know plenty about Max Crosby. I think that he is is just an amazing representative of what it is to be a Raider. Whether it be Las Vegas, L.A., or Oakland, this guy represents what it is to be a Raider. Uh, here he is getting interviewed by our good friend Harry Ruiz, who which we love, Harry, and uh, and so he, and Max is talking about going to um, events that they're having in Henderson. Uh, these are like youth football camps, and where you know he's arguably the highest profile player on the Raiders, certainly one of the highest paid. And he doesn't have to be at these things, but he does it anyways. And so he talks about um, why he chooses to go there. Now that's going to define his legacy. Me encuentro aquí con Mad Max Crosby, el Condor, uno de los mejores jugadores que hemos visto con los Raiders en los últimos años. Max, ¿cómo estás? How does it feel being out here for this event presented by Fanatics, where you're a part of the Raider Nation, helping out the kids in the community? Absolutely. You know, just about giving back and showing love. You know, at the end of the day, I was one of these kids, and uh, this is what I always dreamed of, being around, you know, being in an NFL building, being around players. Um, so, I, you know, I take it super personal. I want to be here. I mean, obviously, with the Fanatics, a great team. Michael Rubin running the show. He's a great, uh, great friend, and um, it's just an honor, you know, to be out here and represent them and the Raiders. Other places you look at events like these, and they got, I don't know, the backup running back and the third string safety. Over here with the Raiders and Fanatics, you guys got 
the face of the franchise, one of the best players in the NFL. Why is it important for you to be out here in one of these days where it's your day off? Yeah, you know, I basically live here. And at the end of the day, um, and when I say live here, live in the building. Um, but at the end of the day, it's all about action. You know, I want to maximize my career on and off the field. I don't want to just be a guy who talks about it. Yeah, I'm a great guy, whatever, but doesn't show up for stuff like this. You know, I think, you know, AJ, our strength coach, talks about it all the time. He goes, no job is too small or too big. And uh, it doesn't matter if you're from the janitor to the owner of the team. It doesn't mean you can, anybody's on a different level. You know, we're all humans at the end of the day. I treat, you know, our janitor the same way I treat Mark Davis. I treat him with love and respect, and that's what it comes down to. I, I'm not too big for this. Um, you know, I just want to be a part of it and show people that, you know, I don't care if you're the highest paid and whatever. That doesn't matter at the end of the day. I think it's about, you know, the legacy you leave, and that's, that's what's most important to me. Thank you, Max Crosby. There you go. There you go. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, oh, baby. Sorry about that. <laughs> Jeez, I'm all over we the place. No, it's o- it's okay, man. man. Hey, so, uh, so there's been a bunch of people that tuned in late. So uh, so if you're just joining us, uh, welcome to another episode of Raiders Fan hey. Radio. But, uh, but we are, uh, we are uh, raffling off this signed Tim Brown jersey. It's a beaut, man. It's so awesome. It's all going to the One Nation Foundation. So if you tuned in late, every $10 donation tonight. A little tonight, bit longer, Michelle. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every $10 donation gets you one poker chip into the running to win that guy, man. It's all going to the One Nation Foundation. We're uh, we are just shy of uh, of four hundred bucks. So, oh, so so yeah. So, nice. so, so keep it going. Get in the mix, man. It's all going to a great cause, man. Get you some. All right, that is awesome. We appreciate you all so very very much. And you know, and if you needed just a little bit more reinforcement, here's what uh, I love uh, this Twitter follow. Okay, uh, this comes to us from at NFL Maverick. Uh, the name on it is AFL Godfather. And yes. It's, okay. And it's a lot. Of, if you're not following him or her, uh, whoever's running the account there, they do an amazing job uh, running this, uh, not only an account that honors the legacy of Al Davis, but the, of the Raiders. And um, this was posted up just a, uh, about a week or so ago. And, uh, and I'm going to read this to you. And it's just, of course, it's the Al shield. And I, I think that's going to be my next Raider tattoo. Yeah, that's... Just the shield with Al in the middle of Oh, I of like it. it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's such a good logo. It's okay, fun. we should all get that. Yeah, after he, after he passed, one. that's the sticker they put on their helmet. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's the shirt that Marcel Reese used to wear underneath his, 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 uh, his uniform. Um, and so, anyways, so when asked about being a Maverick, this is what Al Davis had to say. Maverick is fine, because I am. <laughs> Outlaw, I'm not. But if believing in what you believe and sticking up for your rights and sticking up for the rights of others from time to time, do it your way. Don't let the culture tell you what to do. That's being a Raider. There like, you go. Yeah. So good, man. Yep. Yeah. And I wish I had the audio bite of that mm-hmm. uh, to hear Al say that. And, and, you know, and for those of you also, if you don't know, Fourth of July is Al Davis's birthday. Uh, also, our buddy B. Al in the chat. It's his birthday. Happy birthday to you, B. Al. Yeah. And, uh, you know, two things, two great nations were born on the, on the <laughs> 4th of July. Of course, the greatest country that was ever birthed and, and also the Raider Nation uh, when, when Al Davis uh, came into the world. And so, um, <sighs> we got to talk about stupid Derek Carr. Do we? Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Said I wasn't going to talk about this guy anymore. 
Um, but he keeps starting shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? He keeps he keeps in, inserting himself into the Raiders conversation. Yep. It forces us to not only consider what is going on, but it's a relevant story. And so we got to talk about it here on the show, whether I like it or not. And frankly, you know, I'm going to defer to you guys more than myself on some of these comments. But, you know, if you can't hear the energy and passion in our voice tonight, <laughs> like, because this stuff just freaking flies all over us. Um, and as I'm sure it does a lot of you. And I think that if anything, the good, and here we are, lighter journey into the dark side. So I'm gonna look for some, some good in this thing. I think this might be opening some eyes. I think that for some yeah. that were like, car was disrespected, car was done wrong by the Raiders, car was never a problem, car was never the issue. He's come out now and he said, I was the issue. I didn't play great. I wasn't fully bought in, right? We've heard those comments from him. Those comments alone flew all over a lot of us. Yep. And so, and I'm hoping that some eyes were open to that, that like, it's look, it's okay to say that this guy was part of the problem. That's not an indictment on your fandom. That's not an indictment on the, the, what he did do great for the Raiders at the time in which he was our quarterback. That doesn't erase all of those things, but what it does is that it makes him a folly or at fault for his behavior. And that was what I was always, my question was to those folks that were so right or die for Derek Carr. At what point do you assign ownership? Like at what does it have to take for you to finally be say like, no, he kind of sucked too. Yes. The defense sucks, but one does not absolve the other. Like it, it's, and that was always curious to me. Well, Derek gave you the answer. He told you, Raider Nation. He told you, Car fan, I was the problem. So I hope that started to move the needle a little bit on recognizing that he wasn't this freaking be-all, end-all, okay? Then this last article comes out from CBS Sports and Sports Illustrated, and everybody had a damn coverage of this. And I'm going to give you three sets of quotes that came from Derek Carr. And I'm going to cover the first one, and then I'm going to, uh, we're going to toss it over to, to Jeff uh, for the second one. So he says this. I was, for lack of a better term, I was upset. I was mad. You spend nine years in a place, you have all the records, oh. and you can play at a high level for something to get in the way, whether it was for whatever reason, money-related or whatever, injury-related. I would have to say that I don't even want the money just to play two more games in front of our fans. I didn't get that opportunity. So it definitely lit a fire inside me to keep going. That's the most disingenuous thing to make a comment. Oh, I would have given the money back. It's bullshit. Like, don't, do you think we're this freaking stupid? Like that, like assumption that we're all so dopey and bought in for you that we're going to like, First off, you said you wouldn't didn't want to be anything but a Raider, but yeah, now you're a saint, right? Like the whole idea of like, oh, I would retire if I can't be a Raider. Yeah, that was bullshit too. Like this guy talks out of like both sides <laughs> of his mouth. Like, and I'm not a Derek Carr hater. I loved Derek Carr at the time in which he was our quarterback, but since his departure, he's turned out to be a freaking chump, man. And this yeah. these, these kinds of comments that are such bullshit. Now it makes me look in retrospect to all the other. All oh, this is on yeah. me. All that. How much of that was bullshit? Like, we've probably been getting bullshitted for freaking six years, or at least since 2016. Right. And so now I'm now I'm like, well, now I'm the asshole. Because I bought into your garbage that whole entire time. 
Like these disingenuous comments, Jeff, drive me nuts. And, then the, and I'll say this, and then I'm, I'm going to send over to you for the next thing. Yeah. This idea that like he doesn't understand the business. Nine years in to your NFL playing career, and you don't get it? Like, you don't understand how this shit works? Right. Well, I, I think it was the money or whatever. No, it was all the money. We couldn't <laughs> risk you getting injured and guaranteeing your contract. How does that not compute? And if you wanted to be in front of the fans so goddamn bad, I don't know, come to the game. Mm. Hold the clipboard for Jared Stidham. Mm-hmm. Be on the sideline. Be there to wave at the fans and shake their hand on the way out. Like, you could have been there. Ain't nobody kept you out of the building. Right. Like, it drives me insane swag jeff yeah absolutely well and before you read the next part of that article i just and 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 paul said in the chat and that was one of the one of the points that i was going to make and it's a question that i asked i mean i feel like you know when Derek carr when his career was over you know wherever he ended up playing if he ends up getting on a carousel and going to a bunch of different teams because he can't do it anywhere um you know when he would come back we would respect him we would honor him all that stuff all-time passing leader all-time this and that Yes, you're going to give a guy his flowers. Those flowers might have died. You know what I mean? Like, you, bro, you are tarnishing your post-career, like, respect that you're going to get. Because people aren't going to want to listen to the the post-career bullshit either. Like, I would have been the first one to stand up at Allegiant Stadium and applaud him on right. Derek Carr Day. Yeah. The I'd, day he the, retired, I'd be rocking four. I'd be doing all this 100%. stuff. 100%. And now I'm, now I'm not so, no, I'm, I don't want to. Yeah. It like, come on, man. Like, you're blowing it, dude. Like, this reminds me a lot of, like, what Brett Favre did when, mm. he, when, he, when he stopped being a Packer. Remember, he kind of, like, started talking shit about yep. the organization, about the fans, and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I don't even think it was to this degree. Uh-uh. No. Like, this is just, con- it's constant blame outside of the individual. Yeah, and no accountability. Like, okay, None. yeah, like, I know he said, yeah, it was on me, but he almost said that kind of flippantly, like, he didn't really believe it when he said, yeah, that's why they let me go because it was on me, blah, blah, blah. Like that just, it's almost like he was just saying that almost. And the thing about it is too, he doesn't, I don't even think he can, I mean, he knows we're out here, people are out there talking crap, but he's hit all the people that talk crap. So he's only hearing yeah, he from his peanut me. gallery. Yeah. And I don't even say and anything he, <laughs> bad about him. I just questioned his place in the Raider <laughs> legacy for a quarterback. He's only hearing from the people he wants to hear from, and they're telling him, you know, that he was in the right and everything. And the thing about Raiders fans is we don't forget So we're going to remember all these little sound bites and all these little things that he's dig, you know, throwing out there and stuff. And we are not going to forget that. So, dude, be a saint, play football, be the bigger person like you claim to be. And then when it's time for you to come back, let us, you know, then we can celebrate you, clap for you. But, dude, you keep running your mouth and it's going to not be as it ain't going to be a pretty was, reunion. You, you think he was mad when he got benched? <laughs> right. He's going to get mad when he comes back and expecting a standing yeah. O and we give him a pair of yeah. these. Yeah, absolutely. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I mean, Instead yeah. of FAB, it's FDC. Because, yeah. I mean, seriously, well, there man. there you like, go. Because yeah. for real, man, like, even if you're a huge fan of Derek Carr, and again, I own or owned Derek Carr jerseys. Like, yeah. I, this, this is not me not being a fan of this man. I Listen, was very I'm, proud to have him be our quarterback. We shouted for him out so for a many, long time. <laughs> so many years, looked for the goodness in his yes. career, and like when he would finally like slay demons and win a game on the road, or like right. he would do all these like do things that he was accomplished in his career and accomplished for the team. He was highly celebrated around here, highly celebrated by me. I mean, I love the guy when he was our quarterback until he wasn't, and then yeah. all of a sudden, and then to turn on us yeah. and blame everything but yourself, like, it's just, yep. dude, that's so, yeah. it's... Uh, well, the bl- read what he yeah, says about... Next yeah. up, 
Swag Jeff, take it after, after okay. I read this. Next up. If you win more games and you keep being productive, you stay there forever, Carr said. But we didn't win enough games, and that's the kind of stuff that happens with all the turnover of coaches. Ooh. With all the different things. Eventually, the last guy in the room is going to be out at some point, and that's what really happened. <gasps> uh, like you said, you know, how many years did we hear, it's on me? It's on me. Okay, well, so now, now, now you forgot that you said that? Like, it's all bullshit. Now it's the coach's fault. Now, now it's, it's the, the coach's, coach's fault. fault. Now you're blaming somebody else for you not being able to get the job done. Plain and simple. It does not matter. Yes, the deep, his defenses were not great and all that stuff, and he's you know made mention to those things as well. There's been a billion different reasons why Derek Carr couldn't get the job done. But Derek Carr doesn't play defense. He played offense and mm-hmm. couldn't get the job done on offense either. And now you're going to say, well, I had six coaches in nine years. What? Who cares? Who cares? Now you're going to blame someone else? Like, own up to your shit like you did for nine years. And go, well, it's on me. It's on me. It's on me. That's a freaking broken record, man. We heard that shit for so long. <laughs> and we bought into it because... He was our quarterback for our favorite football team. The end. But now, like, in retrospect, like, dude, he is just tarnishing everything <laughs> he said. He's speaking out of both sides of his ass, and he just sounds like a, he sounds like a, like you said, it, just a freaking chump, man. And I feel like a chump because mm. I was yes. all in on it. Yes. You know, you know what part. I mean? Like, yeah. come on, man. Like, you're you're making me question myself, and that's freaking whack, dude. And I'm, I'm not with it. I'm not with it. Yeah, I mean, him blaming everything except, like, the celestial star. Like, I mean, come on. Where's that accountability, you know, as a man? Like, where's that accountability? That I, That's a... I don't think I'd heard that one. Although I've, I have unfollowed him and hid anything that has to do with Derek Carr. So um, that one I hadn't him. heard. And that is a wild that he had brought up the coaches and the money. And I mean, he sounds like a spoiled baby. Sounds like a spoiled brat. That's yep. it, it, what I, he sounds like. It feels like the guy is a much more emotionally immature exactly. than what we what we thought. And you now know, I feel mm. now I feel kind of stupid for making excuses for him crying. Like because now I feel like maybe he's just a baby. Well, speaking you know? of crying, <laughs> here's our third and final uh, installment <laughs> in this Derek Carr saga. And I hope the Lord have mercy. I hope the guy keeps the the Raiders out of his damn mouth as, as going this, forward please. after this man. Because like for real, like. It's exhausting. Well, it's not exhausting. I'm not going to overplay it. <laughs> it's to me. It's it's a tiresome topic. Mm. It's like you know, like, yeah. and I get and I, and because now I feel like we're getting to the point where it's an affront against the Raiders. Yeah. And listen, that that stuff doesn't come off. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm talking about the ink for those of the mm-hmm. audio podcast. You look at the way we decorate our houses. You look at the the the, the, the gear we adorn. Like, this is. As close to a personal thing outside of real life personal things like friends and family right. and, you know, our, our faith and the things that actually count life or not this, you know, silly sports stuff. But in terms of things that are external, this is, I mean, this is it. Like, this is our hobby. This is our passion. This is what we do. This is what we choose to spend our disposable income on and and and, and invest our time and 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 you know in our friendships. Oh, there's so many things that go around this Raider fandom. And now you're talking smack about it. Like it yeah. just like now you're you're becoming like 
Jeff always says, you either die a hero right. or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that's where and he's DC. DC. Is, yeah. He, he, yeah, and he is, he's the villain. He's tiptoeing the line. He sure he's, is. No, nah, he, nah, he, he crossed. He's a villain. I think oh. he's crossed it for a lot of people. Yeah. It has for me. those, Except for those few that. It, it has for me. It is yeah. certainly. Yeah. For, and, and, if, and if this were at one time, if it were a 50-50 split, I feel it's more like a 70-30, yeah. maybe an 80-20 at this point. But anyways, and so here's the last one. And then we're going to move on from this and talk about some real Raider stuff. Uh, we're actually talking about Raiders news <laughs> yeah. and not freaking stupid former quarterback news. But here's the one that sent it over to fence. <laughs> Once they made my wife cry, that was pretty much over, Carr told the Fresno Bee. Once they made her cry, that was out. But for the love, but the love of for my teammates is what probably would have made me do it. But the way it worked out and the timing of things, I was just, it's time for me to move on. But who knows? You never know what will happen. Uh, sometimes when he talks, it, it doesn't, like, he sounds like he's talking in, like, a weird circle. He never actually lands on a point. But the wife crying <laughs> thing, you know, because it's like, really he always point. has, like, uh, inserts of things. don't and, cry. Yeah, well, yeah. I, his, uh, okay, I'm going to, I am a very compassionate person. So I don't want to, like, talk crap about his wife crying. But I really want to talk to him, uh, trying to put it off on her crying. Like, that's such a, a bitch move. Like, and he was probably crying with her. I'm just guessing. But she knows the business too. She knows how the business works. And and I don't think you can play like, oh, but we we're so loyal. We're this, we're that, we're the that's this is the business of it. Like uh, and to put it off on her, oh, when she started crying, that was it. How about when you were losing over and over and over and over and when the defense did actually give you the ball back, you couldn't do anything with that. Let's go back to all those games where that actually did happen. Like, don't right between to, the 20s, but couldn't put it in the freaking end you. zone. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't put this off on your wife crying and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. No. Shut up. And I hope to goodness this is the last time we have to talk about this fool. I'm, yeah. I'm sick of hearing about him because he just, yeah, he's becoming more and more unlikable. Like, I really... Liked that dude. Now, yeah. God. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. we respect, if I never hear him again. <laughs> we respected him, Jeff. He's a yeah. good Christian man, dedicated yes. father. Like all the things, like surrounding the guy, and we know his personal. Yeah. At least for what we know in his personal yeah. life. Yeah. Like we respected him, but then also too. Okay, so and and I want your reaction on those comments, but then also this too, like from what what Michelle was talking about there, using external things as an as an excuse when he dropped the soundbite about well, the, I, I it wasn't my best for the Raiders last year. Mm. Because I had personal things going on too. That's like such a crutch to me. It's a cop out. Like there's there is other than this is all on me. Well, what is all on you? And what did you do to deserve that it's all on you for the there is no clarification. There's nothing definitive. And I think that's what bothers us all most is that it's a consistent dodge of blame. Now he's blamed. His coaches, <laughs> yeah. he's blamed the organization, the owner, he's blamed yeah. his fans, he's blamed his wife, <laughs> well, he's blamed personal issues. Like, how many things are we going to blame? Yeah. You're going to blame? Well, and know, everything, ab- well, everything no, about and him is well, good. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Well, no, I mean, and that's, you know, and that's the thing, you know, because it started off small, right? Early, you know, years ago in his career, you know, well, he doesn't have weapons. Mm-hmm. Well, he doesn't have this. Well, he doesn't have... You know stability in the locker room. Well, he doesn't have this. Well, then it now it's well now he had so many coaches. Well, now he had personal problems. Well, now you're gonna blame your wife, <laughs> bro. Like if I'm Heather Carr, 
I'm kind of fired up that you yeah, said that shit. Yeah. Like, don't put that shit on me. You know, <laughs> it wasn't on me. That's on you, bro. Like, I mean, you know, she's obviously not going to do that, you know, but like, were you crying before or after you got the hundred whatever million dollars mm. that this organization has given you all over the right. last nine years? Thank you. you know? But Thank at the you. end of the day, like we gave you all that money. And if you couldn't perform despite all of those things that we tried to address for you, because those coaches that we brought in, they were to help you. You. We wanted to win. We wanted to help you win. You were our guy. And this guy couldn't get it done. So we were like, okay, well, who do we need to get to get Derek better? This guy. Okay, yep. go. And we'd see Let's go get your greatness. best friend who happens to be the best yeah. wide receiver in yeah. all of football. Absolutely. Yeah. And, oh, and, oh, you weren't at your best because of personal reasons? Mm-mm. How does that make Devontae feel? Seriously. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. I came to play with you, bro. Get yeah. your shit together. Get your you know shit I mean? together. Yeah. We've had six head coaches, and you're blaming them? What is the common denominator, bro? It's number four. Yeah. It's number yeah. four. You're the common denominator. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one of these things is not like, like yeah, you know what I mean? Like, but there's the one thing that's the constant and it's you and it's you that it's all on all, all on you until it's not mm. like, get the F out of here, bro. That's so trash. What's yeah. a, what's so the, trash. What's the thing? Uh, what? Have, uh, what's one thing my ex-girlfriends all have in common? <laughs> Me. me. You, you know go. what I mean? Like, like maybe I'm an issue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now Taylor like, Swift said it best, right? It's me. me hi, I'm, I'm the, the problem. problem. It's me. me. Yeah, that's it. You know, like, okay, yes, it's you. Yeah. It's you, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's you. That's that the next TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally yeah. clipping that. We're going to yeah. use that as a soundbite <laughs> going it. forward. That's it. Oh, my gosh. Let's get out of here. Yeah, no more. Are we, are we done? Are we done talking about Derek? I, I say I throw it to the dining room. <laughs> yeah. I throw it to the chat room. Are we all ready yeah. to finally move on? Let's let's see. You did say though that, that you thought the tides were turning, and I'm gonna tell you how we know. Because okay. most of the chat, hundred percent, I mean I won't say hundred percent, is saying the same things we're saying. It used to be torn in the chat about who That's was a Derek. True. And who we used wasn't. to get roasted. We yep. used to now everybody's like, can we just let this guy? disappear all right here we go all right so so by show of hands in the chat room and then also here in the dining room are we finally freaking done talking about derek show of hands I don't know if I can say it. I don't know if I can say it because if he says some other stupid well, ass shit, true. I might yeah, have to grill him again. That's true. I, I pull back my arm. All right, assuming he if doesn't he, say if anything If he keeps else. our name out of his mouth, that's it. Then I'll keep his name out of my mouth. Right, I'll agree. Yeah, enough. I'll agree to that. Fair enough. All right, let's, <laughs> let's talk about the Raiders. Oh my gosh. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook with more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. So if you tuned in just now, bro, you missed a lot. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't didn't miss out on this yet. So uh, for the One Nation Foundation, uh, we are raffling off this signed Tim Brown jersey. So get in the mix. Every $10 $10 donation tonight gets you one poker chip, whether it's $10 or whether it's five gajillion dollars. It's all going to the One Nation Foundation, and we are over 400 bucks uh, for this thing we've raised for the foundation. So let's keep racking that thing up, man. Let's keep going. It's all for a great cause. Get in the mix. That's awesome. Oh, I like that clap better. Yeah, I like that clap better, too. Yeah. <laughs> I got spit all over my mic from that last segment. It's all wet. Pause. <laughs> hey, 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 h
about your life. Tell me about your life. Man, all right, all right. Hey, hey, let's talk a little bit of business. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Let's talk a little bit of business. All right, we're moving on from all that silliness. Okay. It's not silliness. But anyways, all right, here we go. Uh, let's talk a little bit of business. So in relation to said former subject, <laughs> but then also the matter of current Raider stories like Josh Jacobs. And, and frankly, you could kind of toss this around the room a little bit in terms of like players in the NFL that um, are having challenging contract situations. And there are there's two different ways to take it, Michelle, right? Mm-hmm. You take it like it's a personal affront or you can take it in the case of like, well, this is a business and this is a business that I'm in and this is how it's going to go, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I don't understand. And I mean, because in my mind, I'm like, God, that's a lot of money. You know, like get your deal done and get out on the field. That That's what my brain says. And I, and I get that that's a very simplistic like way to, uh, to put it because that's a lot of money to me. You know, to them, you know, I guess they're thinking about their value and what they bring to the table. And I almost wonder if then they've made themselves bigger than the team. And, but I think that's the age that we're in is that they do believe they're bigger than the team. They do believe that they're the ones. And maybe, you know, I mean, especially speaking of Josh Jacobs, he put the team on his back last year. Yes, he did that, but we still didn't do very well. I mean, he still did great. You know what I'm saying? So six games. Yeah. I mean, and one of those yep. was his walk off in Seattle. Yeah. So I mean, yep. like, yes, it was, sure. And, yeah. and and we're going to hear from Baldy here in a little bit, uh, Brian Baldinger, and and kind of him breaking down some of the things Josh Jacobs did last year. And none of this conversation, I want to be around the idea that Josh Jacobs doesn't have a value to this football Absolutely. team. Absolutely, it's his value is massive. Yes, and, and I think that it was. Although we always say you don't get contracts based on what you've done, you get them based on what you're going to do. I think he earned mm. the opportunity for a larger contract, a longer-term contract with the Raiders. There's no disputing that. That said, there is a structure, unfortunately, around the NFL and the current second contracts for running backs, Mm -hmm. and we see challenges for most of the guys that are looking for a second, especially even a third contract, as a running back. So we have running back positions in flux all over the league. We've got Dalvin Cook. We've got Derrick Henry, who's probably the most, you know, solidified of the group but even he's been rumored to be traded and 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 i think actively shopped for a portion of the offseason yep uh who else we got out there of course we got oh we got saquon, saquon barkley, barkley yeah. like so we, there's yep. a lot Dalvin going, cook got cut flat out cut and yeah. so now he's, he's he's looking around for a job so it's unfortunate but it's still the way that it is because of the way it's structured so you can't do anything about that all you can do is do one of two things you can either accept it for what the business that it is, or you could take it again, as I mentioned, is this like kind of personal affront. Mm. And whether it was, I've talked about Darren Waller recently. We've talked about Derek Carr, obviously. We've talked about Josh Jacobs. This idea that these, these guys can be in the league for this long and not understand that it's a business is confusing to me. I used the, the example the other day uh, when we were doing the rundown. And if you missed the Raider fan Raider rundown, uh, my, I'll make it brief. My point was this, is that, you know, we've, uh, my mom told me never to name drop, but, uh, or excuse me, well, Frank Sinatra told me never to name drop too. Uh, but also like uh, we've gotten to know Will Compton and Taylor Lewan a little bit. Yep. And, and when we've had conversation with those guys on and off the air, you quickly realize they have a, a an acute awareness of their place in the league, especially Will. 
even though he can be jokey about it on social media and all that kind of stuff, he knows where he's at in his career and relative to the end of his career. And frankly, that's one of the reasons that they are so heavily involved in, and invested in busting with the boys is building their brand in order for them to foster a career outside of football. That's the bottom line. They have a really keen awareness around what it means to, to, be, to about the business of the NFL. Those guys have this heightened sense. Then you have other players like Josh Jacobs and, and even Derek and Darren who don't have that heightened sense of awareness. And so I'm going to play a clip for you because this is from Bussin' with the Boys. This is Taylor and Will interviewing arguably the best safety in the league, the mayor of Murfreesboro, the guy that played right down the road, uh, former Blue Raider, Kevin Bayard. And listen to what he has to say. And this is, I know this isn't directly related to the Raiders, but I want you to listen to his comments and frame them and, and use them as like kind of like a scope into like the brain of an NFL athlete. And you're talking about a guy, okay, Josh Jacobs, is he the best running back in the league? I don't know. That's worth an, a, a conversation. He's certainly in the, on the short list. Right. You could yeah. say the exact same thing about Kevin Bayard. Mm. Is he the best safety in the league? I don't know. It's worth the conversation. Is he on the short list? Absolutely. 100%. So let's listen to him talk about what it's like and his view on it when he was rumored to be traded this uh, past offseason. There are all these new news articles out about you in the beginning right. of the year. Do you want to talk about your situation with that at all? Like, yeah, this is sure. kind of your place to do it. Yeah, I mean, the funny thing is, was like, dealing with the whole situation, when I was in Cabo and that thing happened in March, like, the conversation between the team and my agency, it happened like a month ago. Like, I kind of already knew the situation, you know what I'm saying? So when I was on the beach, literally with my wife, I'm just kind of sitting back and like, I really wasn't paying to my phone, but like, my agent called me, he's like, hey, you been talking to the media or anything like that? I said, bro, I'm on the beach, like, what you mean? So then I jump on social media, mentions is blowing up, it's like, somebody was doing a radio show, I don't know who it was, was here in Nashville was like, okay, B asked for a tra trade or will. asked to be released or something like that. It probably was. He probably was the least. Like, might be the source. Yeah, the least. And it was just weird because I'm like, how does this come out? Because I obviously I'm not talking to anybody and anything like that. So, but I don't know. I just think like with the whole situation where I just kind of felt like it was for me personally, like silence is golden. I feel like I just had to kind of go dark for a little bit just because simple fact is, is that it's very easy to get your emotions involved. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, when my agent told me, you know, obviously he had a conversation with the team and kind of reported back to me about everything. It was very easy to be emotional because I'd be lying if I didn't say I felt the way about it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'd, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't like, what? They, they asked for what? But at the same time, like, like you can't be emotional in business. I had to find a way to make sure that, you know, just to compartmentalize everything and just kind of keep my emotions out of it when I'm making these different decisions and stuff like that. So, yeah, man, it was, you know, it happened. You know what I mean? And I think we're in a good place right now. Yeah. I mean, that's that's perfect. You know, I mean, I, I, I think that that's he gets it. You know, he, he gets, gets it. it. And, yeah. and he freaking gets it. And, you know, I mean, and, and I love me some Josh Jacobs, but I think he's kind of getting in his own way about it a little <laughs> bit. You know, I mean, yeah, you were the, you know, you were the leading rusher, you know, last year. And, bro, props, kudos to you, man. Respect, man. Josh McDaniels told you, hey, man, go out there and earn that bag. And he did. Mm -hmm. And he did. And so, and they gave him that thing that, you know, the, the franchise tag, which is more than what he was going to get paid on that fifth year option. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, really, I mean, he already got a pay raise, you know, so, you know, and, and you just can't get emotional about it. The market is what it is. And, you know, you can be upset or do your thing or hold out or whatever. I mean, look at, look at a guy like Le'Veon Bell. Oof. He's the prime example of what could happen to you yep. if you are too stingy and 
gonna walk away because you didn't get that extra mill or that extra two or whatever. Like I've, someone in the chat said, oh, uh, Lincho says, Le'Veon Bell is boxing for $200,000, now, all that serious money that he lost. I mean, at some yep. point, you got to remember that, like, you're going to stay in the league, yes, for the money, but also for the longevity of your career itself. You'd want to stay relevant. You want to be in the game because— Especially for running back. Yes. 100%, and the, the, man. the prime is such a short window. Yeah, you Like, can't. why would you sacrifice a year of $10 million? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, exactly. He he gave he gave such great advice there. I don't know if he said go dark or go silent. One of those two yeah. things. Like, dude, just hover low and let your agent do whatever he's got to do. But I think the more you like do weird like cryptic things, those cryptic and just, social and, media you know, posts, the more man, you do yeah. that, then the more you become like. I don't want to say like the team looks at you like you could be a problem, but you know I think that factors into especially when you think about the people making the decisions. They're a, older generations they're not you know they don't care about cryptic text i had or to stuff ask you like about that. it yeah yeah because no, like, i'm like what i don't get this yeah, like what is he trying to I do think like that's yeah what you know and, and and i guess that's like trying to get that like social media acceptance of y'all think i'm worth it too right don't you don't you like that's what i feel that Looking validation for seeking affirmation that, yeah. yeah and and yeah, and yeah. i i get that like i have young kids but it's yeah i think dude just hover low do your thing. He was at the beach, like you know. He that that's do that, and then let your agent take care of things. I think you're making things harder on yourself when you do that. That's absolutely, absolutely a great point, there, Michelle. And yeah, and you know, and, I, and look, we all want Josh Jacobs to be on yes. the football. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. And I'm a capitalist at heart, and I don't sure. begrudge anybody for trying I'm to get saying. their bag. I, I, I like yes. get yours, Josh Jacobs. And I get that the idea. Again, I can't say this enough. I totally understand the predicament that running backs are in mm -hmm. in this league. Like, they're in an unfortunate, you know, negotiating position. It sucks for them. And I hope that when the CBA is up in 2020 or 2033 or whatever the heck it is, I hope that they'll make adjustments to account for that because it sucks for these guys. I mean, they're, they're they, you know, when you're a premier player at your position, you deserve a good contract. You deserve to be a multi-year uh, athlete. I get it. Um, that said... Let's not pretend like 10 million bucks on the franchise tag, <laughs> even after all your freaking taxes and, and agent fees, isn't generational wealth. You know what I mean? And, that's, and I think that's the part for us as fans yes. sitting here. It's like, okay, like, you know, we're all very blessed in our, in our different, you know, oh, in, yeah. in positions that we're in in life. Um, you know, like, I'm not trying to assign anything to it, but like, we're middle class, right? Yeah. The three of us sitting here, yeah. we have middle class families. Like, mm -hmm. we're all kind of sitting there now. And, and 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 thankful for everything that that we've been gifted in terms of uh, of you know whatever financial opportunities. That said, you hand me a check for seven million dollars. <laughs> guess what? My gener generations are changed. Yeah. So yeah. it's not like those things aren't still part of the equation. Does that make sure. sense? Absolutely. You know oh, what I mean? So I think it's, it's harder for us as fans sitting in the dining room here yeah. in the house to look at this and go. Yeah, okay. You're yeah. still doing yeah. all right. You're not like, this isn't, we're not talking about some dude making the vet minimum where right. after everything taken out, you know what I mean? You're coming out with a couple hundred grand and your earning potential is over three years and then right. you're out of the league. That's not right. what we're talking about right. here. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's tougher for us to connect to Gosh, that. Is that fair? Yeah, that fair? absolutely. I mean, a majority of fans will never see a game. 
in person. You know, like a more majority of fans, but they still plunk their money down on gear and jerseys and they rep their team hard. And so it is hard for a lot of fans, I think, to think, dude, what are you doing? That's a lot of change. Like, just yeah. take your money and run, you know, kind of, th- no pun. Um, but you know, it's like, <laughs> no, but I, I, it's just, it is hard, I think, but I also understand that it is a business and you want to get everything you can because you don't know how long you're going to go. Absolutely. So I, I, it's hard. I get both sides. There's no bad guy but in also this. That's too, what I feel like. There's no villain well, no. in this and that's, and that's the thing, Yeah, man. that's the hard part. That's the hard part because a lot of people, and it's, and I think with some of the cryptic things that Josh yeah. Jacobs has said. I kind of feel like a lot. Some people think, "Well, this is a Raider problem." Right? Why aren't the Raiders yeah. getting this done? But I, it's not a Raider thing. Like, I mean, that's just the market. And unfortunately, thing, yeah. like some of these guys are gonna, you know, Josh might hold out. Right? You know, Saquon Barkley might hold out. You know, you got some of these guys, but I mean, nothing can really be done until that, you know, the collective bargaining agreement or whatever changes then, in twenty thirty. Right. And what's going to happen in twenty thirty? Josh Jacobs ain't going to be around. No. He's not going to be in his prime. Yep. Saquon Barkley's going to be out of the. Le- I mean, all these people. So like, it sucks. But like, you're just going to have to make do. Like, yeah. you just got to decide: do you want to play ball or do you not? Right. Uh, pineapple in the chat. Well, yeah. First yeah. off, let's with a monster. Oh yeah. yeah, pineapple. Pineapple drops a freaking, as a Uncle Mosh would say, a Benjamin in there uh, and, and drops $100. Yeah, let's uh, go, Pineapple. Thank you so much, Pineapple. Uh, and he says, JJ will never make up the $10 million if he sits out the season. Gosh. And that's the and fact. That's, that's true. That's the fact is that, you know, like, even if there's a, 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 you know, a larger payday to be had, you can't go back and recoup those, no. those dollars you left on the table. And that's what happened to Le'Veon Bell. So Jeff Man. brought that up earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you can't. You can't recover those dollars. So, I, you know, listen, I think ultimately it's this, um, and I believe it was Mo Moten um, that, or I forget who it was. I don't know. I've, I think I've heard this in numerous places. The, at the end of all of this, Josh Jacobs will play on his franchise tag, and they will, at the end of this, then the Raiders will, I don't think they're going to tag him a second time. Yeah. They'll likely give him like a two-year deal or something to that effect. And I think that all this stuff is going to work itself out and yeah. everything's going to yeah. be, able, I don't see Josh Jacobs not being in, in a Raider uniform. You know, I don't think this is going to be, I don't even think he'll, you know, begrudge the Raiders playing. I mean, what else is it? Cause again, what else is he going to do? Right. His options are limited and that's unfortunate because of the situation, but that's the situation that he's yeah. got. And so he's going to play out the damn thing. And then hopefully we'll get him on a, on a two or three year deal. And we'll see the majority of Josh Jacobs career uh, be with the Las Vegas Raiders. And, uh, and we all hope so because He's such an impactful player. And, um, you know, there's no doubting uh, his, his, yes, we talked earlier that, yes, we only won six games. Um, but, man, Josh Jacobs, go to Seattle as a, as a for instance, mm. a 34-34 tie, yeah. and he walks yeah. us off out yeah. of Seattle. Over 300 yeah. yards all purpose? Like, I mean, come on. Oh, Dude yeah, he was, was a force. Force, an yeah. absolute rock star. Yeah. And so, you know, so that he has such a high value for, for a football team, uh, most importantly our Raiders. So let's check in with Brian Baldinger as he talks about uh, Josh Jacobs and what he does so very, very well to, to earn that franchise tag and hopefully a, a contract soon to come. This Josh Jacobs was unbelievable last year. I read all these things about how he saw a bunch of seven-man fronts. Safeties were deep. Oh, yeah? Well, let me tell you something. When the game is on the line, winning 19-16 late in the game, it's nice to have a guy that can break out and get his teammates juiced and up off the bench. Like, pick a game. You watch him against the Chiefs right here. 
Like, there's Leo Chanel coming right here. All right, they got three linebackers on the field. Jakob Johnson puts his bucket right on him, and then he does this. Bam, just runs right through contact. Like, this was a great game at Arrowhead with the Raiders and the Chiefs. You watch them right here in Seattle. Like, this is your eight-man box right here, all right? Just watch this cut following Johnson again. Like, look at this cut. Look at that stiff arm right there on a the defensive lineman and the breakaway. Like, one game after another. Like, this is 34-34 in overtime, and he does this. Whoop. Just split it and hit it. <laughs> Must be game a man. <laughs> game over. Like, they got in a playoff hunt with him. You watch this, this move right here. These jump cuts of his. Bam. Like, Nick Bosa, see ya. And then you watch this cut right here. Like, who else can cut the way he can cut? Bam. Like, this was one of the most exciting games of the year. Like, did he just really do that on that right foot? Like, triple jump? Bam. Constantly just making people miss. Carrying the pile. What a year Josh Jacobs had. Was he the best player on the team? Devontae, Max, star-studded, but as good as any one of those guys. All right, there is Brian Baldinger. So here, I've got some fun notes for you guys. Okay. We're going to skip over a couple of sound bites. We're going we're gonna to use those next week But because so, I want to I jump into some talking points. Okay. About the significance of Josh Jacobs and about how good this guy is. Okay. Most scrimmage yards, so not rushing yards, but scrimmage yards before turning 25. This is the history of the NFL. Okay. Josh Jacobs is sixth on the list. Really? Wow. The one, two, three, four, five. I'm sorry, he's seventh. Okay. There are six players ahead of them. All of them are Hall of Famers. Wow. Oh. Wow. You guys okay. want to try to wow. guess? Remember, this is scrimmage yard, so it's not just rushing. So we're not talking about like Jim Brown, right? So scrimmage yard. So somebody that can that will catch passes as well. You, you want to take a shot? At, 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 at any of them, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of a hint. All of them are within the past 20-ish years. Okay. Um, Emmett? Emmett Smith is number two on the list. Emmett Smith gained 6,934 yards before he was 25. Josh Jacobs has gained 5,892. So he's just over 1,000 behind Emmett Smith, who is the all-time rushing leader, by the way, mm-hmm. and in the Hall of Fame. Okay, you got one? I don't. Um, <laughs> Barry Sanders. There you go, number one on the list. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. there you go. So 6,968 yards. Again, same thing. A little over, well, right at, uh, no, not quite 1,000 yards uh, over uh, Josh Jacobs. Barry Sanders, number one on the list. So you've got four more on there. Okay, uh, Marshall Falk. Dude, you're freaking killing this. Marshall Falk is number six on the list. 5,800 yards. Because, again, remember, he was a pass catcher. Oh, yeah. He was a pass catcher. So, 5,800 yards just ahead of Josh Jacobs and in the Hall of Fame. Three more. Okay. Um, I mean, I want to say Marcus Allen. No, I wish it were true. Okay. But not not (laughs) before 25. Oh, oh, before before 25. That's the thing. Remember, we're going before 25. Oh, man. Um, Ron the Materator says Sproles. Uh, oh, is that, is that, is that, that on the list? No, but that's oh, no, a great he's not guess. a Hall of Famer. But he did get Falk in there. Uh, Barry Sanders, I saw, was guest in there by Grumpy Raider fan. That's absolutely correct. Okay. There's okay. there's there's one massive name on here. We're missing. There's one huge one. Yeah, when you think all-time greats uh, in terms of running backs. Okay. Um, there's one we hate, and then there's... Uh, 
And then there's one, we, there's one, one we, we hate. hate. Oh, can't stand him. Oh, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson. One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so he gained six sixty one hundred and forty five yards. Oh, Lencho, Lencho got it. Just, oh, there yeah. you go. Lencho got it. Yep. Sixty one hundred forty five yards before he was twenty five. Foxy Scorpio guesses Adrian Peterson. No, because Adrian Peterson was mostly a runner, oh, so he didn't have oh, the right, scrimmage yeah. yards that, right. that these other guys. So he got two more. One is a goat, and then the other one uh, was really effective for the team in which he played, which was. Semi-recent history. Okay. Okay, well, just tell us. All right, so uh, the semi-recent history, number third on the list, Edron James. Oh, okay. okay. 6,640 yards, and are you sure you don't want to take a shot at the GOAT? God, I can't believe it. The GOAT running back? Oh, like probably uh, the second greatest running back of all time, only behind Jim Brown. Come on, y'all. Sweetness. Walter Payton. Oh, oh wow. Well, there you go. Walter uh, Payton, 6,427 wow. yards uh, before he was 25 is number four on the list. But this list. Wow, wow. This is the company Josh that Jacobs is, company. is in. Yeah. Hey, Trinidad got it. Payton, oh, absolutely. Nice. Um, let's see. Uh, Tem- Emmett Smith, Ty Davis uh, guest. Yes, we already got Emmett. He was second on the list. So Barry, Emmett, Edrin, Walter Payton, LaDainian Tomlinson, Marshall Falk, all in the Hall of Fame. Josh Jacobs is right there behind him. Wow. And that's also, considering this, he had a couple of kind of down mm, years. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's hey, guy, he had a couple of years of injuries, you know? That's, that's incredible. It's bananas. Like, yeah. that's, I mean, we could be witnessing yeah. one of the greatest running backs in Raider history. Yeah. That's kind of another reason, as yeah. a fan, I want to see him stick I mean, around, man. Sure. Watch. Yeah, like, a, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so I got one more fun list for you. Okay. Okay. okay? All right. Highest graded Raiders in the PFF era. So that's okay. pro football focus, right. okay, okay, which we're not huge fans of, but it's, right. it's a fun discussion point here. Since 2006, okay, so we can all remember the NFL from 2006. So we're not going back in the Wayback Machine. Right. We're not talking about Walter Payton anymore, or even Barry Sanders or any of that stuff. Okay. Highest graded Raiders since 2006. Josh Jacobs is number two. Wow. No shit. No wow. shit at 93.1. Okay. Now, that, now, granted, this goes to any position. Okay. Okay, because it's just highest grade as a player. So you think about who were the best Raiders since 06. Who else is on this list? I, 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 mm, you Who's guess, your favorite player of well, all Charles time, Michelle? Woodson. Yes, uh, okay, absolutely. Okay. There you okay, go. Okay, okay. So Charles say, but I always guess him because I just wanted right. to be on every list. So uh, well, I, but I didn't want to look partial. So he came back to the Raiders, <laughs> right? And he yeah. played safety, and he was an 85.5 oh. overall uh, in terms of PFF grade. Okay. okay so oh, just think okay, about great okay, okay. Raiders yeah. Yeah. since 06, yeah, yeah. regardless yeah. of position. Who are our standouts? Okay. Um, Max Crosby. Max Crosby, 100%, is the, we'll see, one, two, three, four. Fifth one on the list. Okay. Uh, he was 89.1. And keep them, chat room, I see you in there with with, with your comments. Keep them coming because this is fun. So Max Crosby is fifth. Charles Woodson is sixth. Who are some other standouts for us? Well, I mean, and I don't know, like time that they're there didn't matter, right? Like, no, just uh-uh. just just overall grade. I'm a, I feel stupid guessing. Khalil Mack? Would he number be? one on the okay. list. Oh. Don't feel stupid oh, yeah. well, about that go. at all. Yeah. No, he's number one on the list with a 93.2. Hell no, okay, okay, stupid. Okay, okay. Oh, no, sad. he was he was arguably the yeah, best player yeah. at his position that we've had. Well, yeah. clearly, according to PFF, but even to these fan eyes yeah, yeah. Right. that we've yeah. had since 06. He yeah. was dominant. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who okay. else we got? Who else? Sad. 
<laughs> I'm trying to tell. Is it, and is this, it can be any position? Any position. Okay. So we got Khalil off the board. We got Khalil, Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby, Charles Woodson. Okay. Um, it, it, okay. It, and, and how long is this list? 10? Since 2006. No, no, yeah, no. How many ten, players? 1, 10 2, players? 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. There's 11 of them. Okay. Um, are there any wide receivers on this list? Uh, damn right there is. Okay. Um, Maybe not the one you think, but there's one on there. Not the okay. Uh, I'm gonna give him give him props. Elite Med Staffing says Namdi. Boom. Oh, nice job. Okay, okay. solid. Yeah. Namdi is number three on the list with a ninety point eight. Uh-huh. Paul Edgerton. Uh, let's see. Paul and oh, oh, Rodney oh, Hudson. Uh, yeah, said, let's yeah. let's give some props oh. here. The chat room is yeah. killing it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ty Davis said Crabtree. Corey Fleck. And Paul Edgerton said, said uh, Rodney Hudson. Oh, yes, yeah. you got it. Is, Rodney, is Crabtree on that list? Crabtree is the say, bottom. He's Crabtree number 11. Was, oh, got Crabtree. Yeah, like okay, yep, that was, that was Ty Davis. Ty or Davis, good job. Uh-huh. Uh, and Ty Davis also nailed Derek Carr oh, is on yeah. the is list. Is he on that list? Hell yeah, to... he is at 82.8. Uh, I was trying to swerve. Must have been 2016. The hell yeah, it was. We had a great year, man. Had a great year. Okay, we've got two names left now. You guys are going to have to dig on this one. The okay. chat room, you're, you're going to have to get the... Oh, shit! Good for you, Hooligan Nation. <laughs> Zach freaking Miller. Really? Number Golly. 10 with an 81.3. Zach Miller wow. was a dog. Yeah. Zach Miller was awesome. There's one name left on the list. Okay. I'll give you a hint. He was... Uh, uh, no, actually, we got two. We okay. got another tight end. Got one more tight end, and then you've got an offensive tackle. Uh, that was freaking dope. Way to yeah. hit Zach Miller no on there. Kidding. I love Zach Miller, man. That guy was so freaking good. <laughs> All right, give me an offensive tackle, and then uh, and then one. Um, come on, here we go. Be a prisoner of recency and give me a tight end. A prisoner of recency. Darren Waller. There you go. Boom. Yeah, there you Darren go. Waller. You got Darren Waller. Prisoner Waller. of recency. Darren Waller uh, with an eighty-five point two. Okay. Uh, and you've and got then recent recent offensive. Corey Fleck got it again, and so did Elite Med Staffing. Oh, okay. Donald freaking Donald Penn. Penn. There you go. Nice oh, job. Right. How did I forget wow. about Donald Penn? Well done. Yeah. We all we all wish his stat would have just been a little bit higher, just, Donald Penn, in 2016. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, well, it wasn't him. It was freaking Austin Howard. Yeah. Oh, was it him? Oh, I thought it was Donald Penn. When you look and somebody, uh, oh my gosh, this is great. You guys freaking crushed the chat room. Yeah, um, yeah they did. Uh, somebody fact checked me on this, but when you look back at 2016, I don't know. I'm just gonna throw out an arbitrary number. Let's say the Raiders gave up 10 sacks that year. Mm-hmm. Eight of them were from Austin Howard. Shoot. One was from Donald Penn. It yep. might have even been nine and one. Well, it but might the, have even been, but, but the one, one, but the one, <laughs> well, was the one that Penn. broke his leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's true. That's true. That's fair point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid, More points. For stupid that. Trent Cole. Yeah. Quit hating Tom Brady and hate Trent Cole instead. There you go. Seriously. There you go. All right, let's go see if he is. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Good job, chat room. That was badass. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> Paul says, "Where was Chris <laughs> Warren? <laughs> Preseason? <laughs> Chris Warren Donna. Jr. the third? Yeah." Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, so if you tuned in late, uh, uh, we're gonna get Michelle to flash that up one more time. Oh, so we're yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, we're yeah. still so we're still uh, raffling off this signed Tim Brown jersey all for the One Nation Foundation. So every ten dollars super chat, no matter if it's ten or whether it's forty seven billion dollars, uh, uh, you can get you can get in the mix with every bit of that. Uh, who knows what we'll do for that forty seven billion? We'll do anything. Uh, listen, there's a long <laughs> list of things we do for 47 hey, billion. Hey, hey. We'll do, we'll, yeah, yeah, but, uh, but yeah. We so are I, back. Oh. We are back. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three yes. best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And, and we'll, we'll never, never, ever, 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 ever leave, leave each other. other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's my favorite soundbite you've ever played on yes. this show. That's incredible. But yeah, hey, get in the mix. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. yes. Yeah, but hey, all that being said, get in the mix for this bad boy right here. Uh, and because hey, we're we're over five hundred bucks. Oh, we're over yeah, five hundred awesome. bucks, man. So yeah, so much much respect. Uh, yeah, get in the mix. Well, Joe says I will nation. torque for three hundred and sixty-five days straight. There you go. Yeah, there you go for yeah. sure. Get in the mix. Me, me too, Lencho. Yeah, I'm, I'm same. with you. I'm with you. All right, so we uh, we uh, you can contact this show a multitude of ways. Uh, you can email us, or actually, first and foremost, yeah, shout out the damn chat room who's killing it tonight. Oh my gosh! Join yeah. us at YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio. Yep. Jump in the chat, and they have been badass tonight. They've been really, really yeah. good tonight. Yeah, Tony Shefford, Lencho, uh, Grumpy Raider Fan, Ty Davis, Elite Med Staffing, Hooligan Nation, Paul, Ron, Trinidad. Oh. Corey Fleck, Pineapple. Uh, let's see who else we got up here. Hooligan Nation, Wyo Raider. Um, let's see. Uh, Joe AXT, Paul. I mean, Foxy Scorpio. The list goes on and on. Raider Way. Um, let's see here. Um, Len Show. Yeah, I mean, the whole crew That's here. Awesome, and, and it's, and, I mean, Raider Jay, uh, Raider Gears and Threads. Oh, Jay. Yeah, he's oh, yeah, the best, yeah, man. dude. Hey, we're going we're gonna to see Jay in August at the, oh, at the cool. preseason game for the Raider. I'm telling Donovan. you, man. Jay, uh, Raider Jay is like the ultimate Raider fan. Yeah. I don't know, if I've, I don't know if I've really. ever heard you know what? of anyone Brag else. on him. The, the guy is Everywhere. 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 <laughs> Everywhere. Like, I couldn't be more jealous as a fan no of yeah. all the shit that Jay gets to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's at the he's at the Politnikoff thing mm-hmm. every year. We just see pictures. He'll post pictures like, oh, yeah, just hanging out with Marcus Allen or whatever. Like, where the hell are you? You know, dude, or he showed up at the at the um, at the content creators flag football game. Yes. In oh. the freaking full on costume and all yes. that stuff. Like, 
Jay's awesome, man. Jay's yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's awesome. He right on. He yeah. really yep. is. And Aaron Jones is in the chat. Says new listener here. Hey, oh, thank welcome, you for joining Aaron us. Jones. Thank, thank you Aaron. very much, Good man. To see you. Just, just hang, hang in there. Yeah. <laughs> we talk yeah. Raider shit, but we also talk a bunch of other funny stuff yeah. too. Absolutely. So, hey, man, Lighter I, side journey into the dark. Love. There you go. Sure. Much uh, respect. And Lencho oh, drops yeah. ten bucks. In there. there you go. Thank, thank you, Lencho. Thank you so much. Uh, Jimmy Zbox says we'll be at the Blitnikoff oh. Crab Fest this year. Or he calls it the Carb Fest. It's that too. Yeah, uh, man, it is that too. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we appreciate you, Jimmy Zbox, and congratulations on getting the artwork gig. Yeah. Um, and as I mentioned, you can contact the show a multitude of ways: YouTube.com/slash Raiders Fan Radio, and join us in the chat room. You can also uh, call the show. Yes. At 909-345-3346. Hold on, get my sultry voice. Him first. Oh, it's 909-345-3346. Damn right it is. Nice. Hell Damn. Yeah. Don't you forget that. Damn. I fucking, definitely won't. Fucking recognize, bro. <laughs> Oops, shit. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> That's three F bombs. I've never dropped three F bombs on the show. And man, holy cow, that's He's awesome. Channeling his inner yeah, Michelle. I know, right? I know, right? Yeah. We all got a little Michelle in us. You, you do. Well, Michelle, you haven't dropped an F bomb in a while, so I'm just trying to you make it up. Just, yeah. I'm just making up for it. Uh, but uh, so, anyways, and then also the last way you can contact us is by emailing the show. And uh, Michelle's going to read these emails tonight. And you can uh, email us at any time at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S H O. W. As in wife, as in wife cry. As in wife cry. Wife as crying. in wife, cl- as white in- wife claw. As in white claw. And <laughs> that's right. S H O W. RaidersFanRadio.com. There you and go. If you email us an indefinite amount of times. Uh, you could become a made man or a made woman. Or if you leave a message and we play it three times, you could become a made man or a made woman. Or if you just want to get made and become a member, Ooh, like our twentieth yeah. member. Uh, that is uh, a vibrator in the chat. Hey. Yeah. Hey, baby. Hey, thanks for becoming a member. That's why you went low sultry. Um, what? That's why you went sultry. Yeah. Oh, you well, felt that. You did. Right. Well, you did that, you did and that then she her. became a member. She became a oh, member immediately. Holy cow. <laughs> We're going to have to get out of here quick, Michelle. I know. Right? <laughs> I know. Michelle's going to take <laughs> a different direction in a second. Yeah. I got to go. <laughs> Y'all got this shit from here out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. All right. All right, Michelle, who do we have for emails today? Right, we've got Hooligan Nation is first. Good evening, RFR crew, Murph, Swag Jeff, and the OG F-bomb Michelle, or tonight, Murph. Proud made men hey, and women no and the rest of Raider Nation. Hooligan Nation here once again. Have you ever been at work with only 15 minutes left before you get to go home, but the clock just won't tick forward? Anyone else feel like that waiting for Raider football? I'm getting so damn antsy waiting for the first coin toss. I even watched USFL the other night. Wow. Good for you, Hooligan. Wow, right on. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as good as stickball. <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> I rewatched each of our winning Super Bowls, every football life with the Raider connection, Al Davis versus the NFL, and on and on and on. Bottom line is I'm running out of internet and greatly appreciate your show as a few hours of distraction from lack of Raider football. So I, Jeff, hope you're feeling better soon and getting a bit more control with your one hand. You're going to want to do the wave at the preseason game. It's going to look goofy one-handed. Well, yeah. (laughs) Until next time, stay positive and remember the three most important Raiders rules. Number one, cheating is encouraged. Number two, see rule number one. And number three, just win, baby. Yeah, nice. Great. That note. I feel you on that, Hooligan. I can't wait for football season to start. All right. We have Paul next. Nice. Evening, everybody. I hope you are all well. It's painfully quiet right now, aside from the Josh Jacobs or Marcus Peters stories. There's very little happening anywhere. 
This led me to reading all sorts of general NFL stuff, and I came across an article suggesting the powers that be could be ready for another expansion. It even suggested that the league could be 40 teams strong by 2030, which seems logistically flawed to me. Cities that were mentioned specifically mentioned specifically were Austin, Chicago, Columbus, Oklahoma, Portland, San Antonio, St. Louis, Salt Lake City, Hartford, London, and Munich. Whether this happens, time will tell. Personally, I don't like the idea of teams in Europe on a permanent basis. Money will make the final decision, I guess. So with this being a possibility, I got to thinking, is it time for the league bosses to reconfigure the NFL divisions? I've wondered for a while why, while they are still some geographical anomalies. For example, why did the Cowboys continue to play in the East, but the Texans play in the South? Why do the Broncos and Chiefs still play in the West, when surely a North or South division would be more suitable? And why have the Colts in the South and the Dolphins in the East? A template I saw from a writer of the piece put us in the NFC West with the Seahawks, 49ers, and Rams. So with an expansion likely, wouldn't that be a good time to freshen up the league division structure, or is there something I'm missing? I was also delving into the RFR archive and picked up on a fun segment Murph and Uncle Mosh did on an RFR Trippin' episode called This or That, where two names were given and you had to choose one of them and give your reasons why. Sounds easy, doesn't it? Not necessarily. I've picked out a few questions myself that you may be interested in. Remember, you can only pick one. Mm. Oh, I okay. love this. So, so, so this is where you can't go, oh, I like them both. No, nope, you nope. got to pick one or the other. So Charles Woodson or Willie Brown? Willie Brown. Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. Lane Kiffin or Dennis Allen? <laughs> Lane Kiffin. Give me Lance all day long. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Cliff Branch or Tim Brown? Oh. Cliffy. Cliffy. I would pick Tim Brown. Well, just, you'd pick wrong, but that's okay. Well, you no, do what well, you do. Well, don't shit on Tim Brown. We're yeah, giving away the jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's why I did it. I'm playing the joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Marcus Allen or Bo Jackson? Marcus. Marcus, Marcus yeah. Jamarcus Russell or Antonio Brown? <gasps> why that's would you do That's the hardest this? one yet. Why would you do that to us, Paul? Oh, shit. Uh, I'm going to go to... Jam- I'm gonna go Jabastis. I would too. Only I'm because he was too. actually a Raider. He was a Raider. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where yeah. Antonio Brown never played it down. Yeah. yeah. Well, in that too. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Some non-Raiders ones. Okay. Oh. Will Compton or Taylor Lewan? Oh, Will. Will. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was a Raider. Uh oh. This one's gonna be tough for you. Okay. John Elway or Philip Rivers? <laughs> oh shit! That's a Sophie's <laughs> choice right there. God, that is that's a tough one for me. I gotta go. You know, go, I gotta go, Philip. I gotta go, Philip too. I'm gonna go, John. Because, Are you? Because oh, he, he won Super Bowls. Oh well, that's why Philip never him. won shit. Well, that's, that's what why. I, that's why I would pick Philip, him. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, that's yeah. why I would pick and, him. Yeah, and keep the chat room's got him coming in too. Oh, keep good. It, yeah, okay, we want to know yeah, yours. I want to see those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, Walt Coleman or Gene Steratore? Ooh, Gene. well, Gene, because Walt cost yeah, us a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. This one is like having two bullets in a gun and wondering who you'd shoot first. Personally, I'd shoot Walt Coleman twice. <laughs> oh, well, damn. Yeah. And you know what? You're He's not, not wrong. wrong. He is not yep. wrong. Some non-football ones. Oh, no. Okay. Goodfellas or The Godfather? Oh, damn it. Well, Goodfellas. Goodfellas, yeah. yeah I think you yeah. have to go there. But, yeah. Oh, God. Godfather's so good. It is so good. Mm. Alien or Predator? Alien. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, yeah, care I about either alien, one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Raging Bull or Rocky? Rocky. Rocky. Rocky, yeah. Ooh. Lennon or McCartney? McCartney. Mm, McCartney. Mm, Prince or Michael Jackson? 
Prince. Oh. Michael, I'd go Michael Jackson. Oh, that oh. is Bob Prince. That's yeah. that's hard. I mean, I know Paul's answer. You know, can, I, can I give you mine? Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Because Prince was one of the best guitar players of all. Yeah, time. no, he was a, and, and not to diminish yeah. Michael's musical talent, yeah. but yeah. Prince was a freaking musician more than just a performer. Yeah. As an adult, I think I would have to go Prince, but. Oh, for my whole life, I gotta go, yeah, Mike. I gotta yeah, go, Michael. I really okay. Do. Well, I gotta we go, go Michael. Well, let's keep it football themed. Okay. Prince had the all-time best oh. halftime show oh, ever, bar yeah, none. Did. Ever. Yeah, Michael's did. was fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Prince yeah. playing Purple Rain in the rain. In the rain. Yes. Come yeah. on. It doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, here we go. I hate preseason because these are the oh, things. Oh, I thought there was we, more. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. It. Paul, send us another. Send us more. We <laughs> right want to do this again. Right we now. Have to do yeah, right this now. Again. Yeah. In the chat, do it right now. Yeah. Um, I hate preseason because these are the things we end up doing while we're waiting for football. But we nearly it, we're nearly in July now, so not so long to go. Stay strong, everybody. Have a great July Fourth and Al Davis' ninety fourth birthday. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five time, five time, five time, times two, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Nice. Thank you, Paul. 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 Darn right you are. Thank you, yeah, Paul. That was amazing. That was a funny one. I like that these interactive so cool. emails, Great. Me man. Too. Yeah, he yeah. did that one last week for the rundown, yeah. too, man. Keep that coming, yeah. dude. Keep that coming. And for those of you that are emailing, uh, and Hooligan Nation, great email tonight as well. And Yeah, because, yeah, you know, like we say about this show, man, this thing is designed to be interactive. And so, uh, and and what are your opinions? Like, Paul, what are your answers? Yeah. You know, you know, you know what I mean? He like, didn't give his answers. He, didn't give he his needs answer. to give those answers. Yeah, so I love it, but that was fun. That was fun. All right, so uh, as we mentioned, the other way you can get a, get a hold of us here at Raiders Fan Radio is to call the show at 909-345-3346, and we've got two voicemails to get to okay. tonight. Uh, let's check in uh, first and foremost with our buddy down in Vegas. Uh, he is the proprietor of Raider Dad. Uh, much, much respect uh, to Josh Kamenite. What a... Let me just brag on him for half a second. Yeah. What a brilliant idea. Yeah, what an amazing no idea yeah. uh, in terms of a charity and a foundation to connect kids with their with their 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 parental figures in their life through sports, through the Raiders. Man, what a beautiful idea. Yes. Not only um does I do I think first and foremost for the kids, mm-hmm. because that's what it's all about, but you know, right now there's a lot of conversation amongst Raider Nation about the the idea of how other teams' fans populate Allegiant Stadium at a disproportionate amount than what we're used to. What better way to counter that than to raise them right, raise them yeah. Raiders, get them yeah. the little guys and little folks started early on uh, in their Raider fandom. Uh, you know, I know it's it's completely separate uh, thing, but like when I bring up Swag Jeff as, as an example of this, you moved to Nashville, moved to Middle Tennessee in 1998, correct? Yep. Correct. And who else moved to Middle Tennessee in 1998? You. 
Well, not me, oh. but who else? Oh, the, oh, the uh, Nashville Predators. And is there a bigger Nashville Predators fan oh. in the world than you? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, because you literally grew up with the freaking Nashville Predators. Yes. That's the way that I feel yeah. about the Raiders. That's yeah. the way you, Michelle, mm-hmm. feel about the Raiders. And so if you want to build a fan base in, in Las Vegas, you build it through the youth. And, and so that's what Raider Dad is doing. But more importantly than just making fans... He's making connections with family members, and that's what's so touching to us. So thank Perfect. you, Josh. Can't wait to see you next week or next month and and to see the Raider Dad event. Uh, yep. uh, well, not next month. It's really technically two months away. Yeah, anyway, yeah a month yeah, and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and to see this thing firsthand, we can't wait. And much, yep. much respect. And, he, and he's, like, rolled out the red carpet for us, too. Like, so I mean, cool. like, he has been so beyond gracious and, like, giving us respect for the donation that we made to them. Like, I mean, they've got us plastered all over their shirts. They've got yeah. this photo area that's got pictures of we're in like the freaking like a red carpet picture thing is one nation foundation that's so cool man yeah i mean and and he hits me up on twitter like every day man like this guy's like yeah such a good dude man so yeah so i'm we're we're honored to be a part of what you got going on absolutely absolutely congratulations on all the early good work and you'll hear him talk about in his call they've only been doing this for a year yeah hey guys this is josh from vegas raider dad i wanted to pop in here real quick special thank you to the one nation foundation Murph, Jeff, Michelle, Raiders fan radio, everyone out here that's been talking about Raider Dad. Uh, we're really excited to have some of you come join us. Continue to spread the word for us. After this event, we are going to be able to say that we have created 100 new experiences in one year, our one-year anniversary is shortly after the preseason event. It's truly remarkable to the support. Everyone that's came together to help create new Raiders fans, if you're going to be at the game, please stop by H-Lot. We'll be there creating new Raiders fans. Hope to see a lot of you guys there. All right, nice. there he is, Josh at Raiders. Much respect. Yeah. Much respect, dude. Big time, yeah. All right, well done, my friend. And uh, so speaking of Raider dads, we've got uh, the, the guy that not only uh, he, he brings the hammer down and, and parents the freaking chat room. Well, yeah. <laughs> should anybody get loose? But we know he's a Raider dad. He's a great dad. And uh, we're talking about our good friend, Ron, the Mater Raider. And uh, he called in and left us a message this week. Hey, guys, what's up? It's Ron. Uh, just want to throw some probably unpopular offseason opinions out here. So, Love it. Uh, Do we'll it. See, uh, how my opinions match up with Twitter. I don't know. Um, I'm not worried in the slightest about Jacobs. I think that's going to work itself out one way or the other. Um, And something I've been thinking about a lot, I'm not really worried about Garoppolo this season, even if he does get injured, because something I think we would all do better to do is to listen. And when you listen to um, Ziggler talk, he's saying it's going to take more than one year to build the team that they want. Said like a dad. Yeah, right. Yep. Some, just slipping that in there. Yeah. Something we could all do better is listen. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> nice. So he's telling us this team isn't ready to compete in our division. We have a super hard division. They know that, um, and they believe in their system. So I believe that I got to get behind that, or, you know, I at least got to appreciate what, what they're doing. So I think a Garoppolo injury in the back of their mind is a fail-safe because a Garoppolo injury is a better draft pick. 
and I know they don't want to think about that, and they definitely aren't tanking. But I can see in the back of their mind saying, "Hey, Garoppolo plays. We got a good, you know, we got a good team. Put a nice uh, year together. We can build off of that." Hey, Garoppolo gets injured, and maybe we get a better draft pick, and maybe we build the team, you know, a little sooner than we thought. But oh, um, wow, what a point! I'm kind of going into this year with with lower expectations because I, I'm trying to listen to what the GM has been saying, which is, you know, I'm not sure that the team's ready to compete right now on the highest stage. So hopefully, we see some improvements, and I'm just trying to be cool with going into another season of building, which is tough, but that's what they're telling us. So that's what I'm going to, um, that's what I'm going to expect this year. So have a good one, guys. Bye. Wow. Respect. Dang, man. Uh, I almost don't know what to do with that. Like that's, uh, there's a part of me that says there's no acceptable, um, there's there's no reason to accept failure. Yeah. That as a, as a, as a GM, as a coach, as an organization, there's not a calculated um, position of well, if we suck, we suck. Yeah, that's that feels like a tank. And I know you said they don't think they're actively tanking, and I agree with you. But it's an interesting dichotomy to think about because I think this coaching staff and this front office has got another year, no matter what. Mm. I don't think there's any scenario where they get they get canned after after year two. So I think it's fair. I mean, you guys give me your thoughts in chat room because like Paul Edgerton just says, you just made me think a little bit, Ron. And that's where that's a, that's a very, very good voicemail when it's like, you make us like you kindle a part of our brain that, you know, at least I hadn't thought about that yet. Yeah, no, absolutely, man. You know, I mean, it's, you know, they don't, they're not worrying, you know, they're trusting the process and whatever happens happens. And yes, the goal is Super Bowl, and it needs to be every single year. But they're just, you know, they got their guys, they trust their people, and they got they believe in that quarterback room. You know, you hear, you know, and we didn't get to play the clip that with with Josh McDaniels and, and Rich Gannon. We'll get that uh, next that, week. That for we'll sure. get that yeah. next week. But he got but he kind of talked about like, you know, Gannon brought up like this quarterback room looks a lot different. You know, what what what, what are your thoughts on that? And you know, I mean, and he, and he talked about bringing in people that he's comfortable with, that knows the scheme, that buys in all that stuff. And he said he feels very confident in the quarterback room. So you know. So whatever happens, happens, and you know, and and that's why they put that that addendum into that contract as well. That's you right. Know? That's you know right. what I mean? Like so, you know, so they're cool with it, but you know, and that that but that is an interesting point of you know, I mean, they're not going to actively tank, but you know, it's it, a part of a rebuild. Yeah, and that's oh, that's the word that hurts. You know, it's like it a, it's hurt. a sobering thought, but I mean, there's such a tangled they like when you move your TV and you have all those wires back there and you got to untangle them and takes time to do that. Like, or Christmas lights, it just doesn't happen in, you know, in 30 minutes, you got a few effing hours, you know, maybe even days if you're me and you just (laughs) threw them in the, you know, bin when you were done last year. But it's like, yeah, it's just, I hate that, but it's also true. But man, it's it's almost like genius, but stupid at the same time. Yeah, (laughs) right. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. 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 Thanks, Ron. Yeah, thanks, Ron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, appreciate that. I think. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, yeah. I think. No, that was good. Very, I was hanging by a shred. Now I don't even know. What uh, I'm, uh, very thread? thought-provoking. Uh, yeah, it is yeah, very no, was good. thought-provoking. Was good. Yeah, that, that was. was. Yeah. All right, Swag Jeff, what do we got here? So uh, for those of you that are new to the show, uh, we award a Sizzler Award to the best email or phone caller of the night, and that responsibility goes over to Jeff. And uh, so, Jeff, who do we got? 
Absolutely, man. So we started off with a couple of great emails, uh, Hooligan Nation and Paul, and uh, and then we heard from uh, from Josh from Raider Dad. Just an amazing call. So honored to be a part of what you got going on. And Ron, just talking polarizing topics, man, and just said, everybody, just listen. Be cool. It's all that good stuff. You know, that that's it's good for us to just listen from time to time. So uh, so I'm going to do something that that, that might throw, throw, uh, throw us off. Oh, well, okay. throw us off. Go for it. Because we're going to have to change what we do. Oh. What? Tonight's Sizzler Award yeah. goes to Paul. Oh! Hey. Wow, that does throw it off. Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! So we're going to have to change the way we do things. Yeah, we are. Five times, five times, five times, times two plus one. To Aaron Jedi Knight. <laughs> there you Raiders go. fans are a rogues gallery. 100%. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 Paul, your email was thought-provoking and so was wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, good stuff there from from, from you guys. And we appreciate that, and keep them coming. You know, hundred uh, percent. You know, this time of year, the sea of fans, you know, gets a little, it gets a little thin, a little puddly of fans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I know there's not a ton going on, but you know, give us your off season thoughts. Heck, tell us what your thoughts are about like any of the things we've talked about tonight. Certainly, have let the emotion fly tonight. <laughs> let the opinions flow tonight. Oh yeah. Uh, so you know, if you've got any opinions, any thoughts around any of that kind of stuff, uh, please send them our way, and we appreciate you. And you know, again, this this show at its best is conversational and interactive, and so that's why we love our chat room so much. And even though I can't keep up with the chat room as well uh, during the course of the show, I always go back and read everything. And you guys are freaking awesome. And so keep those thoughts coming, keep those opinions coming. Hit the voicemail show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Hit the voicemail 909-345-6646. Oh, <laughs> so fast. That's pretty cool. I'm like the old FedEx guy. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle, for getting that one, Jeffrey. Too young. <laughs> I did. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyways, all right. But enough of our frivolity. Uh, let's give away that gorgeous Kenny yeah. Brown jersey. And yeah, so, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Let's show it up there. There it is. Michelle's throwing it up there. If you want to get any last-minute entries in, uh, it's every $10 gets you a poker chip. And yep. uh, we're going to do a drawing now. If you do uh, a last second thing, yeah, you will be. It would have to be like the last, like, like right, right now. No, no, right no, 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 right now. You better be typing right now. Absolutely. There uh, you so, go. Swag Jeff, where are we at? Do we want to like shout out what we did tonight or yeah, before abso- we pull it? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Well, let's just shout out the people that have already donated. Okay, uh, let's do that. Yeah, let, let's do that. So, so, uh, just, so in no particular order, um, David Love, Big Shane, Billy Bats Raider, Kill Jadis, Wyoming Raider, Ty Davis, Raider Truth Chicken, uh, Stacy Ruff, <laughs> Trinidad, Hooligan, uh, Hooligan Nation, uh, Pineapple, Omar, Chef B, Jason Hunter, Tider Raider, Raider Loco, Lencho, and Yoshi. Much respect to each and every one of you guys, and uh, and respect to, uh, to to Vibrator as well for becoming yeah, a member oh, tonight. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so much respect to you as well. So, uh, so and and I haven't, I don't see any donations come in. So we'll just go ahead and close Let's it go off. For it. Let's yeah, go. we're, Let's we're just go. gonna we're just gonna do it, man. So, uh, so tonight, uh, and I'm just gonna shout them out right here. So with yeah. a uh, with a ten dollar donation. Uh, Scotland's own David Love. Um, let's see here. Um, Scooch over a little bit more, Michelle. Let's get that in the show. Oh, and there. Aaron Jones. Oh, Aaron just Aaron did Jones it. last minute. And we're and, hey, and, thank and you, we'll Aaron. count it. We'll count Heck it. For, yeah, we'll count it for sure. So, uh, thank on. you, Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, so a ten dollar donation. Um, hold on. 
Hold on, hold on. I got, I got, I got to make your chip, Aaron. Um, make, 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 make his darn chip. And in the meantime, uh, while while Swag Jeff is doing that, uh, if you want to follow us on any socials, just search for at Raiders Fan Radio. Yep. Uh, we've been doing the TikToks here lately, and we've got we've been taking and talking. We got a doozy coming for you on the TikTok. So check us out on the TikToks, but also Instagram, uh, Facebook, you know, the, the Twitters, everywhere you can find yep. uh, any social media, you can find us at Raiders Fan Radio. Yep, absolutely. Uh, so Billy Bats Raider, $10 donation. Thank you, Billy Bats Raider. Yep. Um, let's see. Kill Jadis, $10, $10 donation. Thank you, Kill Jadis. Wyoming Raider, uh, $20 donation. Thank you. Uh, Ty Davis, twenty dollar donation. A little bit more, Michelle. Come on, uh, the way Raider Truth. The there we go. Raider Truth Chicken. Um, ten, Love that man. Ten dollar donation. So good. Uh, Trinidad, twenty dollar donation. Thank you, Trin. Thank you for the picture too, Trin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Hooligan Nation, forty dollar donation. Hey, uh, Hooligan. Omar, ten dollar donation. Let's go, Omar. Chef, thank you, Chef B. Twenty dollar donation. Chef B. Thank you, uh, Chef B. Tide Raider, ten dollar donation. Hey, Ty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, move move to, to Tennessee. Uh, Raider Loco, uh, twenty dollar donation. Hey Loco, thank you so much. Uh, Lencho, ten dollar donation. Lencho, thank you so Yoshi, much. Yoshi, uh, ten dollar donation. Yoshi, thank you. Uh, Jason, or I'm sorry, Aaron Jones at the buzzer, ten dollar donation. Nice, thank yeah, you so much. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so um, much. Stacy Ruff, fifty dollar donation. Boom. Thank you, Stacy yeah, Ruff. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Jason Hunter. $50 donation. Damn. And Jason Hunter and Jason Hunter said if he wins, he's he's donating the jersey back. Oh, uh, yeah, thank yeah. you, Jason Hunter. Uh, yep. Uh, Big Shane, $100 donation. And, uh, and uh, leader in the clubhouse tonight, Pineapple, $120 oh, donation to the Pineapple. One Nation Foundation. So, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to shake this thing up. We're going to mix it up here. Uh, and this first drawing will be for the Tim Brown uh, Tim Brown jersey. Uh, Michelle, reach in there and just just twirl that around right there. Uh, pause. Um, oh, oh, you already got it. Okay, you got it. Okay, so okay. the winner. Uh, yeah, I, I will hold it. Yep, I've got I've got it right here. So the winner of the uh, of the uh, Tim Brown jersey number nine is what number it looks nine. Like. With a twenty dollar donation tonight, <gasps> no way, Trinidad. Oh, Trinidad! Let's Congratulations, go. my friend. You are the winner oh, of the Tim Brown awesome. jersey. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, much, sweet. much respect, Trinidad. Trinidad, that's Trin. Trin. Hit it on a freaking twenty spot. That's awesome, I, man. Yeah, I love when that that's happens, crazy. man. That, that's so fun, man. So Trinidad, right on. send us your uh, send us your uh, your address. Uh, show at RaidersFanRadio.com, and we'll get that out there to you. So next, uh, we're gonna give away a Raiders Fan Radio T-shirt. Raiders Fan uh, Radio T-shirt. Yep, absolutely. So Michelle's reaching in there. Uh, she's gonna pull one out right here. And number. Okay. Number two, Number that two is, is Big Shane. Hey. Big, Big Shane's Shane. going to have one of all of our shirts. I, I think, think I was going to say, we'll have to find out which one he doesn't have. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Shane, email us and let us know which one you don't have, and we'll send it to yeah. you. Yeah, and I've already yeah. got your address and your Ab- shirt size absolutely. and everything absolutely. else. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going uh, to do two more drawings, and those and those are for a Raider Dad Raider Dad patch. patches. Raider Dad You patch. know what? And so you know who's big into patches is Jay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Jay, Jimmy Zbock, Like, those guys are yeah. big into patches. Yeah. Yep. yep, 100%. And that Raider Dad logo is killer, by the That's way. Badass. That's badass. That's badass. So uh, let's see. So the first patch goes to Jason Hunter. Hey. <laughs> Send us your address, Jason, and we will be sending you. Oh, you already got it. Okay, we're gonna send you a a Raider Dad patch. Absolutely. And uh, one more patch. Okay, one more. All right, Michelle. One more. I love it. I love when we give stuff away. This is so fun. So good. All right, ready? Yep. All right. So uh, the second patch 
goes to Raider Loco. Hey, Raider Loco. Yeah, Raider Loco, uh, send us your address, my friend, and we will be shooting you over a Raider Dad pack. Dang, that was, man, that was fun. That was yeah. cool. How cool is that? That yep. was super yep. cool, man. Yep. Thank you guys so very, very much. We cannot appreciate you enough for what you do to support the One Nation Foundation yep. and, and, of course, Raiders-related charities. And we're going to keep it going. Our goal and is to hit uh, $15,000 to give away to the Blitnikoffs this year. We're going to get there. We're going to yeah, get we there. Are. We've already given the Raider Dad folks a couple of grand. And you know what? That was only our first year with Raider Dad. That's so cool. Josh, you're going to have more coming your yeah. way next year, brother. Yep. Uh, we're going to freaking keep ramping this thing up. And uh, we appreciate you. I, I mean, I can't tell you enough how much, and, and, and I say this all the time, too. We could do an entire show about generosity. Uh, the fact that you're willing to share, uh, you know, your, your your money with us and with the foundation to give to these charities just means the world to us. We're just the vessel. You know, we're the idiots with the microphones. You guys are the ones that make all this stuff happen. And we're always sure to, to tell, whether it's Josh or whether it's Fred and Angela Blitnikoff, whoever it may be that we're giving money to, that it comes from the listening audience and the supporters of Raiders Fan Radio and the One Nation Foundation. You guys are amazing. We love you so very much. Yeah, Joe? no, that's it. That the One Nation Foundation, that's the goal. And that's and I just love that we get the opportunity to do this and have fun at the same time. Like you can't get any better this than that. This was fun tonight. This was fun, it's yeah. It's a good night. Yeah. It was a good night. Yeah. It was a great night, man. And thanks everyone in the chat. Uh Ty Davis, Yoshi, Paul, uh YO Raider, oh? uh Grumpy Raider <laughs> fan, uh Raider Gears and Threads, our buddy Jay, Seamus Harrington, uh Trinidad, congratulations on your jersey, my friend. Uh, man, Tony Shefford. The chat was all time tonight. I can't wait to go back and read it. It, it was, it was yeah. so, so good, man. Yeah. So interactive. Can't thank you enough. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey, for the most part, into the dark side. <laughs> and don't yeah. yelling at people Until about we're yelling Derek about Derek Carr. <laughs> so, hey, don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas is started in Oakland. Much respect. Good night, YouTube. Good night. We are back. That's we right. are back. And we're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anyone can have. And we'll never, never ever, 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 ever leave each other. It's <laughs> true. See you, bye. See you, bye. <laughs> oh, my Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.